Welcome back to another episode of the Hoodie and Headband Podcast Show. Me, Cole Bryce Warner. I'm your coach, Tariq McDowell. Tariq, now I gotta ask you, how you doing, my boy? Hey, man, I'm alive. I can't complain. We got a special guest. That uh, we the OG, the OG in the house. Shout out to ML. Yes, we always say, we always say, shout out to ML. People probably like, who the fuck is ML? This is ML right here. On a face to a name. Uh, it's a pleasure. With the hoodie. It's a pleasure. With the yeah, for y'all, you know, I can't get on the pod. You know, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm just waiting for my Caitlyn jersey, as you know. Uh, but nah, <laughs> but, uh, this, nah, that's play. Oh. That's just a little sub sub early. But uh, Miss Boston is uh is in Indiana, my friends. I got people. She's taking mad pictures with the whole city. <sighs> so yeah, it's yes indeed. So. You are always welcome, Mr. Warner, in the 317, good sir. Always welcome. Front row. We got that status at the Fever. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. But yeah, you here, man. We're here with ML, uh, uh, co-founder of the great Multiplicity Media Group, as you guys know. Um, co-host to Kicking It With The Brothers. Just chilling. Just happy to be with y'all today, man. Just happy to be with y'all. How you been doing, my boy? I'm good, man. I'm chilling, man. You know, new back job. to back weeks now. <laughs> back to back weeks, and we doing good. Let me stop. <laughs> but nah, um, I'm good. I'm chilling, man. Can't complain. Just uh, getting used to things. A new job. Um, hooping again. Got some new hooping shoes. So I'm I'm, I'm putting in work. Hey, man, them stewies, them stewies you put me on. Got my feet feeling good. So appreciate okay. you for that. Hey, Puma hoops, man. Hey, hey, you might need a Puma deal, man. You know, I just got the mellows. My hoodie and headband, Puma deal. Listen, I'm just, throwing it, Puma deal. I'm just throwing it out there, all right? You know, you got to speak things into existence, you know? I mean, Nike acting up right now. So, you know, I mean, hey, Nike acting up right now. So, man, whoever throwing the bag, I don't care if it's Reebok, Lee Ning. Somebody throw it back. Puma just needs to make headbands, man. That's all. Nah, that's funny. But yeah, but um, but all right, let's get to it, man. Let's do it. So last time we started with, um, oh, I mean, let me show, let me show. Um, first and foremost, make sure y'all like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. You know, comment, comment. Comment. You want to engage? Comment. comment. <laughs> but yeah, like listen, but do not comment. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all wild. <laughs> you know the comments come to our like multiplicity email, so it's like yeah. funny. Oh, like those that like yeah, then folks hit me comment and stuff. Yeah. When they real. comment on a short, I commented back on one of the shorts. Like, all right, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, some trash. <laughs> the shorts, shorts been fire, bro. I ain't gonna yeah, lie. The shorts do be good. The shorts do be averaging good. like a thousand views on the shorts. And, nah, you know, they man. called um, what they called the yard. <laughs> they called the off brand Drake. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, they <laughs> like why is Drake talking about? <laughs> they said why is uh, why is Drake talking about uh basketball? You say why is Drake talking about the Warriors or something, dog? I was like, why? <laughs> why is Drake talking about John Moran? <laughs> yeah, nah, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> exactly. That was yeah, so funny. Oh man, but nah, bro. Nah, that's crazy. Uh, dog on. Let's get to it. Last time we talked, 
last time we was on here, um, we were talking about first round, you know, one of the series wrapped up, Nets got sent home in full. So whatever. Wasn't our year. So whatever. But um, yeah, we have some other exciting series. Uh we want to start to read East, West. Uh we can start the West. Actually, start the West. Yeah, yeah, we can start we can start We'll get we'll get to us. We'll get to us. I want to okay. start with that Lakers Grizzlies, man. I want to start with it too. I want to start with it too. Uh, Cause, we, cause... Got, we got some we got some news today that I'm I'm loving. <laughs> I'm living for it. I'm living for it. I saw that. I said, oh we put that boy in a pack today. Let's oh boy. See. Oh boy. <laughs> Dylan Brook runs. Dylan Brook going up. Pack going up. They're going up. Listen, bro. The Grizzlies, Grizzlies said they don't want Dylan Brooks back under any circumstances. That's about that. It's like, yo, I first of all I thought it like it was a I thought it was like a letter from like, you know, the deed or something from your yeah. They're like under any circumstances he is not allowed at this, at this institution. That's crazy. Man, they was talking to that man like he was a little boy. Like he like, oh, bro, when it's time to clean out your locker, don't come back. That's your last time in the facility. Take the name tag, take the chart. The Jamal Adams pulling on the door. That I was, was just about to say. I was just about to say to Cindy Colson, that's really him right now. <laughs> and then under her breath, am I cut? Nah, but we ain't resigning your ass. That's for sure. Oh, they, got a, they already got a whole new group chat with just John, Jaron Jackson, and Desmond Bain. They ain't even responding right. to the old one. He's like, damn, this group chat been dead. No, we talking <laughs> to the other one. <laughs> They should have put that boy in the trade for Rudy, man. They oh, should have sent man. him instead of Kyle Anderson. Oh, yeah. Truly, truly, I agree. Like, and I like he's not a terrible basketball <laughs> player. It's just all the things that he did throughout the entire season, whether it be arguing with Draymond, um, you know, throwing shade at Melo, the stupid ass dance before pregame, talking shit about LeBron during the series. Like, it's just like all this extra shit, and you not even close to being an all star. Like, you're a solid role player. Talking about how and you talk, players. and you talking like you one of the best players to ever step on the floor, and that shit is crazy to me. Y'all see, Isaiah, way- y'all see Isaiah on NBA TV. He's like, "Well, you asked for 40. <laughs> you know, Zeke, just look, you know, Zeke, little boys, get a little high. Yeah, hey, well, you, you asked for 40. 40 and twenty. He gave you twenty and twenty and forty. <laughs> forty on the way out. Shaq, game six. Shaq said that too. Shaq said it too, right? He was like twenty yeah, and twenty. Yeah. I think that equals forty. Yeah, no math. <laughs> but twenty and twenty equals forty. Man, he show game twenty and twenty. Oh Brooks thing, man. I mean, it's good to have confidence, bro. Damn. Like, you know, wanna be good and wanna play good and wanna be impactful towards your team's success and, and upset somebody like LeBron James, whatever. But like, we've seen it every time, bro. Every time. Every time somebody tries to set LeBron James, they've been they've been humbled <laughs> every time. Like he said in the Instagram caption. You gonna come with that shit? You better really come with that shit. <laughs> listen, listen. Bronson, I ain't gonna do no talking. Once that series is over, he's like, "Hey, they going hey, home." Hey, listen. The quote, the wire. ML gonna feel this one. You come at the king, you bet not miss. That's not miss. That's not miss, man. I, not miss. Did you see Bron's walk off, bro? Y'all see Bron walk to the locker room. I mean, it was prior to you know when Isaiah speaking to Isaiah again. You know the little dip. After the Bulls swept him in the night, he was like, yep. you know, proud that no yep. dip. 
<laughs> not a wave, not a yeah, they do straight yep. to lock room focus. And he wasn't even and you know what? Not even locked in on Steph yet, because you don't know. Because they had just right. lost. Yeah, you know right. saying the yeah. Warriors just lost, yeah. but was like, I don't deal with him. Yeah, you don't mess with the Grizzlies. They I don't think the, the whole league doesn't mess with the Grizzlies. That's part of the problem. That's the thing. And that's sad, right? You know, yeah. We're saying that going into this season, yeah. Like a lot of people were saying that going into the season because of you know, just how they act. Like even last year, where they acted like they were such a big dog, raw dog team. Yeah, they been anywhere yet as a group yet. There's they're a good yeah. young team, but they haven't been anywhere as a group yet. What the second round? Yeah. Make yeah, some man, bro, get to the conference. I mean, it, before y'all start talking, really, we we good out west. Crazy. We good out yeah. west. Crazy. Didn't even get out the first round. Didn't get out the first round. Oh, oh, who are y'all most worried about? The Celtics. Y'all ain't even y'all ain't even get past the Lakers. They man. might not even get there. <laughs> he said Boston, and they might not even get there. The way they hooping right now. Y'all lost we gotta talk about that later. later. Yeah. Well, so what's up? The words for that. You got some words for that. I'm not. I'm not ready for it because we still we still in the West. Let me. I'm yeah, gonna get. Okay. My, to clear my throat. <clears throat> but what do y'all what do y'all think the Grizzlies can change? Like obviously Dylan Brooks isn't gonna come back. So what do you think they're missing? We talked a little bit about it last week of them needing another, you know, shot creator type of player like outside of Ja. Like yeah, Destin Bay can score, but you don't really want him to have that second go that second guy role. Do you want Jaron Jackson to step into that? You want to just put another shooter around them? Because I mean if Dylan Brooks made the shots that he shot, if he made half his shots, they win that series, but because he got a lot of good looks, but he missed more than half of his good looks. So if you if you just add like a another shooter in there, maybe they win that series. Maybe they play or when they play the Warriors this time around, it goes differently. Or do you think they need to add? I don't know what kind of score you would add, but some type of guy that can alleviate pressure off of Ja and Bain and even Jaron Jackson Jr. What do the Grizzlies need? Wow, because they for sure gonna need a wing now. I feel like they are gonna need a wing. They're gonna need a vet wing, you know. They they need more vet leadership and on For that. Sure. Steven Adams ain't it. I mean, Steven Adams, good player, but I don't think that he has a locker room, in my opinion. No. No, he definitely still like he definitely still be on the team. Like him and Brandon Clark, like yeah, they'll definitely. bring them back. So they post players will be great. Um Jaron Jackson Jr. will be fine at the four. It's just like your bench is all young guys, really, except for minus Tynus Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you lost Kyle Anderson. You let DeAnthony Melton go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you couldn't pay him and Tyus. So you got to figure out whether uh, – what kind of players you want to bring in because last year they decided not to trade like players like Zaire Williams. He didn't really play much this year due to some injury and due to, you know, just the way they were playing. So he ended up not – so his value is – for a trade piece isn't really as high as it would have been last season if they tried to make that move. Yeah. I don't know who's really out there on the market, really. But... I mean, a guy they, like OG. Yeah. Like something like that. They they missed out on not putting all the assets towards Mikael Bridges. I truly sure. believe that. And I actually think they're still playing right now. And actually, I think if they had got Mikael, I think they would have made a run because Denver was kind of shaky. In like mid February to like March, um, in terms of getting the one seed, because I actually think that would have propelled Memphis in a different light. Um, that one seed in the West, I mean, you because because everybody's so even anyway. I mean, we go we looking yeah. at that right now. Um, folks were you know prior to the playoffs, Phoenix was supposed to be the 
um, the favorite. And right now, oof. Yeah, we're going to get into that in a little bit, I know. But no, no, just no. for that example, they missed out. And part of it is, yeah. as much as I don't like this, I love Dion. Y'all know I love Dion. That's my dog. But Dion said it last year to me and S, because me and S were like, yo, this is just the beginning for the Grizzlies. I am starting to understand a lot more, and partially is because of, you know, I'm a Pistons fan. I saw six straight Eastern Conference Finals. You know, Tariq, y'all ended us, you know, in 06. Yeah. Um, what was you, one? Boy, I don't even know. Hey, yo. I'm just playing. Like Shaq and D-Wade, because we, you know, and once they got this stuff together in 06, et cetera. Um, and so I was like, yo, this is, your window's long. Your window's so short now. And if you don't take advantage of it, especially with 30, is out still playing basketball. Um, and, and Riley's dad is still, you know, doing what he's doing. Your window closes short, and they didn't take advantage of it last year, and they didn't take advantage of it in February. Um, and now they're home and wondering, man, how are we a 50-plus win team? Yeah. And we're at home uh, before May 1st. Uh, like, besides, like, adding a player, they have to – the players that they have have to come back with, come back with maturity because these yeah. are all young players. These are all players that came out of the, you know, college their first or second year. Um, and Jaron Jackson is pretty mature. He's his more his more so his health and staying on the court in terms of fouls, like jaw, like all all the court stuff really hurt them this year. Definitely, um, definitely. Um, Dylan Brooks, all the stuff that he was saying on the court. Desmond Bain had his fair share of stuff that he was saying off, on and off the court that he didn't really need to say. Um, so players like it just if they bring back, you know, if they come back with a, a new maturity next year, focus on basketball strictly, bring in the players that they need to bring in then they'll be back in the same position next year with another chance. And health, too, right? I mean, B. Clark and Steven Adams being hurt, those are two of your – probably your two toughest guys in the locker room. Adams is a vet. Would have brought you some more rebounding against AD. I mean, they just didn't have an answer for, you know, when when Anthony Marchand is in his bag. You know, and he is just effortless. Um, And controlling the boards, possessions are so crucial – in the playoffs, um, you know, and against a team. The mm-hmm. Exactly. Man, <laughs> halftime. Oh, Tariq, it was – yeah, when we get on that, you had a great tweet in, uh, about that this weekend, by the way. I oh, appreciate that. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, we, we can move on to the next series. I feel like we touched on that a good bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, we already talked about the Suns and Clippers last week, so we don't really got to touch on that one. So we can skip to, like, you said, Warriors King. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We talked about some of the Clippers? That was last week they got packed up? Yeah, they got packed up quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like it was like three one, and Kawhi was already out, so it was like yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we talked. Did they blow it up? Type yeah, blow it up. I do remember talking. Yeah. About All right, um, what Denver and and Minnesota real quick? Yeah, we could just touch on Minnesota real quick. I mean, Denver still in. Um, is there anything that y'all think Minnesota should add or you know try to move off of? They're not gonna be able to move off Rudy because his trade value is plummeted. But I've seen some people say like they got to move Cat. Um, you know, Mike Conley is, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent this this offseason, so they got to bring in something else or bring him back. Um, you know, obviously they got Anthony Edwards, Jalen again or Jaden McGann to come back next year. I think those are the two core guys that you kind of build around and you gotta figure out whether or not you want to keep Cat and Rudy. Because like obviously you say, Yeah, we want to keep Cat, but that means you gotta keep Rudy as well. Mm-hmm. So you gotta figure out how you're gonna play the both of them at the same time. 
And at times they looked good on the court together. And at times they looked like, you know, they were in the way of each other. So um, do you try to run it back next year without Cat missing three quarters of the season? Because I think he only played like, I think he played less than 30 games this year. So um, yeah, he at a certain point, he was, he was passing the ball really well beginning of the season, but he wasn't necessarily, you know, being the Cat uh, scorer that we've seen before. So do y'all think they should add something? Do y'all think they should just, you know, stick with what they got, see what happens this year? Or do they move off a of Cat and try to get some assets back? that they lost with that huge trade that they sent to Utah or got from Utah. I think, I don't know. Cause see, I, I like Kat and Ant together. I don't really like Rudy Gobert there at all though. I don't like Rudy Gobert. I'm sorry. I don't like Rudy Gobert there at all. <laughs> but you really like you said, they're kind of stuck with him because it's like, we, Gave up a lot for him in his trade value. Rudy Gobert trade messed up the streets, man. Messed up the, the NBA trade streets, dog. <laughs> That's the reason why KD got traded at the deadline and not in the offseason. Because Rudy Gobert got traded for, what, four first-round picks? I think it's five. Five? That's like insane. Swap or something. That's insane. Rudy is not worth that. No, it's facts. I mean, they he showed that this three year. players and, like, four or five draft picks. They gave up Walker Kessler without even like, hey, Walker Kessler, Leasley, Jared Vanderbilt, like players that are contributing that on playoff games. Like Jared Vanderbilt, like in the right spot, is a very, very solid player. Like you gotta, you gotta put him in the right spots because obviously he doesn't bring shooting, so you gotta, you gotta look at him differently in terms of spacing. Mm-hmm. But when he's on the court with a player like Anthony Davis and LeBron, he's He's fantastic. So if you put him out, if he's out there with Cat and and Ant like he was last season, he was able to to have big games and contribute in ways that you know he couldn't if Rudy was on the team and they were playing at the same time because there would be absolutely no space on the court then. No, so you yeah. let go Beasley, you let go um, so many other players. I mean, they let go five, six players, a couple of draft picks that they had already that they had just got. So. I mean, they, they kind of threw everything into Rudy Gobert changing things like right away, and it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I feel like they got to get another guy. They got to get another guy. I mean, what they got, they got two to three guys already. They got two, three all-star caliber guys. I don't say Rudy Gobert so much an all-star anymore, but, I mean, still was an all-star in the past. But it's like, I don't know. I feel like they still just missing one person or missing something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with that. I actually like the Conley and Edwards fit, even though Conley's getting a little older, but he has that defensive mentality. Um, Answer superstar in the making. I feel very comfortable saying that. I think he's the second best um, shooting guard in in the world. Uh, Yeah, I feel comfortable saying that. Definitely the best. Yeah. Um, You said definitely the best in the West. Yeah. You think he's better in D book? Listen, I think he's the best shooting guard in the West. That's why. I, I like Aunt Edward Ceiling more than I like D-Books. D-Book is more proven because that's your boy. I'm not going to hate on any of the, the, the UK boys here. I think Aunt Edward Ceiling's higher. Book averaging 35, 6, and 6 in the playoffs right now. I hear you, dog, but you can't get packed up by KCP. But, I mean, that's for and now. Then- but – 
I mean, I mean, Ant kind of just did that, didn't he? Listen. <laughs> Listen. That's Yoke. I, I just see it. But look at it. it. Listen, I agree that book is book is there. As you talk about the future, I think Ant's gonna catch up quick to D Book. And that don't mean that D Book's reign wasn't wasn't that the two guard. He's if I had to pick a two guard to build my franchise around moving forward, it's Ant over D Book. And honestly, who do you I have as the best? I don't like say I don't feel comfortable saying it now but yeah i'm on the pot i gotta be on it i gotta be honest man i, I build around <clears throat> Ant first i build around Ant first i feel comfortable saying it in your presence because of the uk love but if you weren't there i'm blocking you out bryce <laughs> <laughs> bryce i'm building around Ant edwards dog i'm building around Ant edwards right back to the show Keep I'm, not, I'm not mad i'm not completely mad at it yeah have is the best two guard then? Is Jalen Brown? I, I, that's why. I, that's why I was about to say. I was, I, if you got it, it's Jalen Brown. Then we definitely got the competition. Because if you put D book with with Tatum, that's a problem. Jalen to me is a two, based on like how, Bo- but Boston is how their offense is being ran. But like I yeah. like that Jalen always guards the best. Uh, perimeter player. D-Book don't do that. Book's and, been doing that more recently, though. Book's been doing Book that more recently. Re- he guarded, he's, he's guarded, he's guarded the, the perimeter player the last – I feel like the last at least two years, he's been – he's taking the challenge. Like, uh, I don't think – I can't remember if it was last – it was two years ago. They, he was he was guarding Donovan Mitchell when they played in the uh, playoffs, uh, who they played last year. How do you do – how do you do – I don't know who they played in the first year. People forget Russ was washed. Did you see Russ body him? D book need to get in the weight room, dog. Russ did have a hey, close round. I ain't gonna lie. Man, it wasn't just it was not just every nah, time I turned it. Don't act like they don't act like they wasn't. Y'all Russ know who they were hunting first round. Can't count. Y'all know who, y'all the know house. who they was hunting out. Y'all know who they was hunting out. Don't do that. Y'all know they was hunting out Chris uh Cliff Paul. Stop it. And then he got hurt again last night in, in timely fashion. Oh shit, we losing. In the playoffs, I'm hurt. Oh shit! Listen, that that's Cliff Paul <laughs> to a team. Another thing, I see why Tariq tweet about Cliff Paul the other day. It had me rolling while I was driving. I was on a road trip. Cliff Paul making for in the playoffs and Chris, man. Wow, that's what. I, but you hear what I'm saying? Deep. Here's my thing for D Book. If I had to give him like just a quick report card, brother. You are right now one of the most dynamic scorers in the world. There's nothing you can't do on the offensive side of the basketball. Uh, and, in fact, I actually think you've gotten better as a distributor um, and recognizing double teams ever since you was, you know, you don't like double teams on the on the pickup runs <laughs> whatnot. But now you do it better outside of a brother. We see you and also we've seen you at the, the biggest of lights uh, on the NBA finals, and he did his thing. Where Ant to me, I think it's taking it to the next level. Um, super pause on this. Uh, I think Ant's physicality. Uh, I think his defense is actually a little bit better. Yeah, I just said, listen. Oh, sorry. It's because he says, you know what I'm saying? Especially with Mace, especially with Mace and Cameron out there, you got to get your pauses ready to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's where I'm at with it. You know, um, 
like I said, his ceiling, it, I like Ant's ceiling more. Devin is more proven. Um, and it's good, man. It's great. I wish we could, the, the West, I wish they both could start on the um, on the All-Star team um, next year, to be honest with you, because they, they both have made our game much more fun. I definitely agree with, like, uh, Ant on the defensive end. It's definitely he's, – he steps ahead of, of Book. And, you know, Book came in the league as, hey, you got to try to be the guy right away for mm-hmm. the most part. And it was just we really ain't got nobody, so you got to go give us 25 every night right away. Yes, sir. So it wasn't like – and you also got to be the point guard because we got Elliot Kobo playing right now. Um, you know. <laughs> Dog. That was, that was point guard for a few years, man. No, I remember, bro, Lil' Key. Like, well, I don't know. I, do, was, I remember that name, Lil' Key, but I had to be funny just now. But Alfred Payton, like, they was throwing any point guard they could find for $2 million a year and putting them with Bill and was like, yeah, this this show, this show guy right here. And he was like, come on, bro, what are we doing? Um, You know, then you give him Chris Paul, and, you know, he don't got to be the point guard and the shooter and the best scorer on the team um, at, what, 6'5", uh, which is pretty hard to do to be the best scorer on the team and the best – facilitator on this floor and you're only six five um and i think once he got chris paul it was like okay i could take a little bit off my shoulders and he really i think he really has uh gotten better on the defensive end i i can't remember exactly what series but i feel like it was the utah series a couple years ago where i was like okay i see him trying to lock in on donovan and yeah and it might have been a regular season game that i saw before that i think it was a regular season game where they played utah mm-hmm. and he was guarding him in the fourth quarter and donovan didn't score for the last like six seven minutes and i was like okay that's a step. That's something I haven't seen from Book before, and now this this past season, you can see like, okay, the best perimeter player. It's not always Tory Craig or Josh Kogi out there. Like they'll put a Devin Booker on him and see what happens. Like Devin Booker guarded Kawhi a little bit um, in the first round. So I think you know as it gets closer and closer, like when he's playing guys that are his size, and he's been he's gotten a lot better. He he was bad when he came in the league because I mean, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. he he really didn't have the time. I mean. When, when young players come in, they're not like, oh, yeah, let me lock in on the defensive end, unless, especially when they come in and score. Like Tyler Hero, he wasn't coming in to play defense. But you realize with team you on, you making deep runs, you got to play some defense or they're going to hunt you out every game. So he's bulked up every offseason since then. And he's he's improved. He's not a great defender. He's not even above average. I, th- I would say he's still in the average to close to above average range. But he's gotten bigger, so it's made it tougher for teams to hunt him out. Right. Um, and I think Book – I think Book has become an above-average defender. I don't. I don't think he'll ever make an all-defensive team, but for what his team is going to need him to be, I think he stepped up in that in that uh, degree. He's not like James Harden defense bad. I think he he has taken he's taken a leap defensively for him. I don't no. think he's taking like a like an Anthony Edwards leap, but I think he's taking a leap for himself. Um, but yeah, uh, we can we can move on to the next series. That would be what Warriors Kings. Woo! That was that was a good one. And, and as Bryce knows and the listeners, I was here for the Kings all year, man. But that game seven was rough to watch. As, as a Kings enjoyer, it was even lit. As a Kings enjoyer, that was that was tough to watch. Um, mm-hmm. Just because, like, you could see all the players that were like y'all are this close to taking a ten point lead. And now they end up down seven. And it's like, ah, y'all were right there. Like, you go get that rebound. You get this rebound. You don't make that foul. You don't make that foul. There were so many small plays that they messed up on. It's just like, 
oh, like, I know this is the last, like, it's the last game. They fatigue. Like, uh, De'Aaron's got the hand injury. Sabonis been playing with the bad wrist all season. Um, you know, Malik Monk was doing his thing. He, hey, I'm going to let these things fly. Terrence Davis, first half was letting him fly. But his defense, like, they put him in there for a little bit of offense, mostly defense, and he did not. He didn't bring anything defensively, I felt like. Like, he was gambling too much on Steph. Steph was going by him, getting easy layups. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know you don't want Steph to shoot three, but you're not giving up the easy two either. Like, that just don't even make sense. Just giving him a free lane to the cup. Like, Steph Curry is very underrated in his finishing. Like, Kyrie's one. Steph is two. Like, <laughs> like I don't understand why people are like, yeah, let's just give Steph a free range to the cup. Like, he going to he gonna make it. They got like, it. <laughs> like Steph Curry still don't don't got it, man. I mean, yeah, he been in the lead ten plus years, but like that's still Steph Curry, bro. Steph Curry, man. Like that's, that's fifty in awesome. game seven is crazy. Right. And then, yeah, I wasn't sure whether they were gonna be ready for the moment, but like when they, because I'm like, man, go to state. Then they took like a seven point lead in the first quarter, and then they battled yeah. back, and then it was yeah. 56 at that. I'm like, okay, they're yeah. here. But the easiest bet in sports is when Golden State is ever losing in the third quarter. They yeah. are ridiculous. And yeah. I don't need, I ain't gonna even put no credit to Steve Kerr because ain't no way he's giving them motivational type speeches. It's almost no. like they look at each other and like we're not right, losing. Was, yeah. Yeah. Like, they, like, they, yeah. Like y'all really want to lose this so game? long. They was like, oh <laughs> hey, hey. Like except look at Clay, look at Dre, be like, hey. Exactly. Bye. Lock Y'all know it. what to do. Exactly. They give each other that We've look. Been here before. Even the new guys, they don't even know it yet. But they give, they give each other that look. <laughs> Did you see they got Moses Moody out here looking like? Because that's another dude. A lot of good minutes. But, I mean, I don't know if they'll see the floor this, this series. And it's crazy how they be doing it. Like, maybe they need Kaminga this series. Yeah, Bro, I forgot right. Kaminga was on the squad. I ain't seen Kaminga yeah. since. Since St. Patrick's Day, I feel. Low key. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, for sure, though. Been a minute. I've seen more Sonogo from UConn than I see Kaminga. <laughs> <laughs> for real, dog. They stopped. Yeah. They stopped playing him. Kerr is wild with that. And just Moses Moody ran yeah. him, and I see him getting yeah. wing threes, bro. It's crazy. He really he really wanted Iguodala to be healthy. He's like, ah, Moses Moody looked like that nigga, so let's put him in. A little there. bit. Light skin. <laughs> you know. You see yeah. But now, nah, Harrison Barnes, if Harrison Barnes made that three in game three, it's a whole different conversation. It is. Or was it game four? It was game four. Game four. Game four, he missed it. Yeah. Um, and, of course, that shit is so – Oh my God! Like him missing that shot in Golden State, like that shit is so apropos. Like, come on, bro. There's oh, a reason right. you got. There's a reason that you're not there. Yes. <laughs> hey, man, That's the like... reason you're not there. Like, all you had to do was make like two in Game Seven against Cleveland, and there ain't no Cleveland. All oh, that shit is dead. Can I tell <laughs> y'all something real quick? <laughs> I think this is where. As much as the folks like this generation looks up to Bron and they have so much love for him, and you know, in terms of changing basketball, sometimes the right basketball play ain't the right basketball play. De'Aaron, if, yeah, you are the you just literally received the award this week, yeah, as the most clutch player. Don't pass to a dude who literally cost the Warriors winning four in a row. Don't literally. do it. In the building, in the same building. Same building, same court, same room. I, if <laughs> I'm Mike Brown, because you know Mike Brown, 
you know what the you know it is. You on the flights back and forth, mm-hmm. like and you know after they went to chip, much Mike Brown was assistant coach and with Kerr and them. Mm-hmm. Guarantee the stories like you know what man, we'd be at like five and seven or like you know what I'm saying or six, but it went from number forty over there. And listen, believe you me, number forty cost Carol Roy Williams not one, not two, but three straight Final Fours. He loved the elite. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing. He loved being elite eight. Did he love getting cooked by UK? I will never forgive Harrison Barnes for costing Roy Williams for creating the huge dynasty. He cost the Warriors. He, I mean, Dean oh, heard about it. Twenty sixteen. Harrison Barnes is the reason that Katie like Harrison Barnes is the reason the NBA is where it is now. That shit is crazy. Like you, you really don't Man. think about it, but it's like if he made two more shots in Game Seven, KD doesn't go to Golden State because they win the series. There it is. Because he can't go there. You can't go to the dudes who won. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, oh, they lost. They need me. And like, we almost if was, ended If it. I'm Harrison Barnes, yeah. We I'm like, bro, it's it. this close. And then he this close. Bro, when I tell y'all when he got the ball, they game over. He missing that shit. I, I knew he was going to miss. And I'm not even, like, I don't even hate Harrison Barnes. Like, I really, I like Larry, I like Harrison Barnes. I like his game. I bet I you do. You're a UK player. fan. You should love that dude. He got y'all. How many more fighter fours you got? <laughs> Harrison Barnes. No, for real. Like, I think he's a Harrison Barnes player. Yeah. Like, on a, play, on a team like Memphis, he would be more important, I feel like. Say less. Because mm. I feel like a team like Memphis could use him because they could be like, okay, you were in those locker rooms. You've seen this before. And just like he was with the Kings. Like, he was yeah. there a couple of years. So he saw, he saw Dirk. After he left Steph, he was with Dirk. Yep. And then he went to the Kings, and they were bad for the years that he was there. But he, he still had those – he still had that knowledge of, like, okay, this is where we need to do. This is what we need to do. This is how we need to play. This is how we need to practice. This is how we need to work out. This is how we need to lift. All these things. And I think Memphis could use something like that. Like, they don't – it doesn't necessarily have to be a Harrison Barnes. But, like, I think, like – the way the Grizzlies were talking in the, the beginning of the season, like, oh, we don't need a Melo, we don't need a Dwight Howard, because they, they're only worried about themselves. A guy like a Matt Barnes, obviously he's retired and he's not playing no more, but a guy like a Matt Barnes is so much more important than people realize. And people make jokes about Udonis Haslam, but Udonis Haslam would have been fantastic for this. Like, everybody's like, oh, Udonis Haslam ain't done shit. Udonis Haslam's been just as important as fucking uh, an assistant coach on our side. And it's because mm-hmm. he's still running next to them every practice, every shoot around. He's still shooting. You saw in the last game he played in the regular season, he went out there, he was hitting threes, he was hitting mid-range jumpers. He could still play. It's just, okay, there's no reason for me to play. There's no – nothing good comes of me playing besides me, you know, being able to contribute. But at his age, it doesn't make sense for him to be out there because you can have a, a younger player getting those minutes. Melo is not going to come into a Memphis situation and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start a small forward. Like, if you thought that was what he was going to do, you haven't watched Melo for the last four years because he went to mm-hmm. Portland and, and backed up worst place. Like, that mm-hmm. don't even make sense to me. So, for them to say, like, oh, we don't want no, no vets because they're going to come in and try to take our spots. If you think your spot's going to get taken by a Carmelo Anthony at 37, that's you. That's, that, that is a sign right there. Yes, sir. That you're not ready. That's yeah. a sign that you're not ready. Yes, sir. Because if you think he's going to come in yeah. and take your spot, that means you're not as good as you think you is. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. For sure. And that that was a telltale sign early on in the season. This was like second, third week when Ja was doing all the early bullshit. And they was like, Oh, they need a they need a vet. He's like, Oh, we don't want no mellows. They gonna come here and try to take our spot. They don't worry, they don't care about us. That's why they didn't want Danny Green on the team. They didn't want uh Iguodala on the team a yeah, couple years I, ago. Yeah, yeah, or a couple years Like later. I'm like, these are players that you need on your team, not just because they're gonna get on the floor, but they could tell you 
when you're in a certain situation, you're it's three minutes, you're down three. Y'all like, damn, we gotta come down and get a three right now. He like, nah, get a two, get a stop. Yeah. Somebody say that, you like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But these young teams, they be like, nah, jack up, jack up a three and tie the game. Like, no. Oh. That's how you lose the game. Cause now they come back and score it's a six point swing. Cause yeah. you you thought you need to shoot a three. Now stuff come down and actually shoot a three that he's supposed to shoot. And now they win the game. It's shit. I, I don't know, man. It's yeah. just really funny. Bro, but, even listen, listen to your point. To your point about young teams having a vet. That OKC team, who the vet did they have? Derek Fisher. Experience winning vet. Uh, this is not no 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 listen, listen. This is not to give Derek Fisher no love at all. Okay. At all. We're at not doing all. that shit. All right. This is an anti-Darren <laughs> Fisher podcast. We do not rock with Darren Fisher on this side. At all. Mr. Steel Girl. Mr. Steel Girl. Trey. You, you, you see that jersey that. background? That shouldn't be a jersey. That should not be a jersey that she had to wear. She should still be in purple and gold. But Derek Fisher's stupid ass want to put her on the bench against the sun. And, oh, yeah, we, we're going to win without her. No, the fuck you not. You're going to lose by 30. I Twice. forgot about Reek. probably got a little <laughs> thing for Derek Fisher. Reek probably a bat bars. Reek probably a bat bars shotgun. Talk about let's go, let's go handle our business together. <laughs> hey, man, he should have called me instead of Gilbert Arenas. We'd have went together. He <laughs> called Gilbert Arenas out. and Gilbert Arenas talked him back. I'm like, now let's go. Let's go get him. Uh, <laughs> man, man, man. Nah, CP, she should have. I mean, this should she should have been what Kobe was. We ain't trading you for nothing, whatever it is. Exactly. She's the ambassador uh exactly. rings and things. She was the heir apparent to Lisa Leslie. Um now she had to pull LeBron. Time. LA is yours. Now mm. she had to pull LeBron. Vegas, baby. Go home and go to LA or go to somewhere else. That's all right though. Like, like things happen. Like Sheldon Williams, you know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna get on him because as soon as you said that, the the ultimate he or she. The thought that I had popped into my head, but I ain't even gonna say it because I won't be that type of dude. Let me be respectful. But, they got kids together. Let me chill. They got one. Yeah, this one. Yeah, my fault. <laughs> I know you don't want to get out Sheldon Williams, but neither, neither does Candace, so we cool. No, nah, man. Um, nah. That's, that's jokey, bro. Yeah. Let's sure. touch on the, the Kings and Warriors series. That speech before, I think, was telling because he has never had a situation or, like, a moment like that where he's like, yo, if y'all not ready to win this game, go home. Don't even get on the plane. Like, don't even pack your bags, nothing. If you're worried about your contract this summer or where you're going to be playing at next season, don't get on the plane. Because I'm ready. So if y'all get on the plane, be ready to win. Because I'm not I'm not gonna let y'all down. He went out there and dropped 50. 50. Like that, that's not that's never something we hear about Steph. Is no type of like speeches or verbal, like, yo, we doing this. And he got on Jordan Poole a couple of times in that series on the bench. And was like, yo, we don't need you. Like you can play, but we don't need you to win these games. We won before you, we'll win after you. And I think that, like, there was a play in the second half of the game seven where Jordan Poole, a couple games ago, he would have shot that motherfucker. And instead, he passed it, got it back from Steph after he drove to the rim, and he got an open three instead of shooting the contested off the dribble. Because Jordan Poole, he'd be like, oh, I'm Jamal Crawford. Like, he'd be trying to get in his bag all the time. And it's like, you don't have to do that every play. Like, when you get hot, yes, that's your time. 
when you you come in the game and it's your first shot of the night and you uh, 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 and it's like what are you doing <laughs> like did you even warm up before the game like <laughs> it don't make sense and he just like i don't know man it's i think it's like the team that he plays on like he overthinks it sometimes but it's also like man you can't be making plays like that when you play on a team like that like that should make you not want to make those shots like Nobody was going to be on the Spurs taking boneheaded shots like that. And it's basically the same system. Like, you're playing with Tony Parker, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili. Kawhi wasn't out there taking boneheaded shots when he was the young guy. He was taking shots that were he was supposed to take. He was taking those 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 threes that were open. He was getting to the rim. He was making his free throws except for game, uh, game six. Shout out to Kawhi and Manu again, helping us uh, with Ray Allen there. Um, but I don't know, man. Like, this series, this will be the series that they'll need him to be Jordan Poole, like the guy that gets in his bag and does all his does all his dribble moves and shit. Because they're going to need more scores for this type of series yep. against the Lakers. But in a series where you're playing other young guys, you needed to be disciplined and let the other team make mistakes, which they did in game seven. They started to make mistakes. They started to miss shots that they normally were making. I mean, they had one – they had the best – they were the best scoring team in the league all season. And they for the last game of the season, they couldn't do anything. Um, so I think Kavon Looney was also very huge in this series. Like, Man. especially game seven, like the offensive rebound in game seven, it was just like, like <laughs> they was putting up any shot and he was going to go get it every time. And it was like, Hey man, if you're not going to go get it, if you're not going to box him out, then you don't want to win this game. You want to go home or you want to stay home because they was already at home. So like, I don't know if he'll have that type of impact on this series, but if he does, they're going to win again. Cause if he's able to offensive rebound the ball the way he was against Anthony Davis and everybody uh, and, you know, all them boys up there, LeBron and Hachimura and Vanderbilt, like, if he's able to do that, then it's going to be a long series for the Lakers. No, definitely. For sure, for sure, man. Um, I know the guard power – is that a word? That's not a word. With the firepower, they got the garbage shit. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> the firefighter got the position is definitely going to be, um, what should we call it? It's definitely going to be something. Um, they definitely want to. They're probably going to zero on those stuff a lot. And with that, like Tariq mentioned, Jordan Poole gonna have to step up and hit the shots. You know, Clay gonna have to make shots. Clay too, because playing game seven was not shot, good. Because. You know, Lakers is not gonna let Steph get fifty on them like that. No, they know better. They got LeBron on the other side. LeBron knows how to guard Steph. LeBron's seen Steph in the playoffs plenty of times. Oh, I thought you meant like individually. He no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this, this every other every other day too is yeah. gonna take a toll on the Lakers just as much as it's gonna yeah. take a toll on the Warriors. Yeah, honestly. It would behoove the Warriors. I know they say that hey, we're not worried about going on the road, et cetera, but how many 50-point games does Steph have in him? And crypto, I mean, you know, let's be honest, like it's tough. To, Sacramento got a, I mean, awesome fan base. It's been a little different with the yeah. – you look into the banners up top, you know, yeah. in, in crypto. Um, and, and in L.A., they just different over there. Um. As Clay said, he said, man, I've been waiting a decade, a decade yeah. to do this. He's a SoCal yeah. boy. Um, his dad tried to convince him, and Kobe and him was like, was like yo, we're trying to get you to come and be a Laker. And then Steph and him were like, no, let's just build this, do it the right way, obviously. And then also, 
uh, you know, 35 was coming over there too. So therefore it's like, okay, we can just win a couple where it's just, you know, where NBA was no fun. So yeah, man, it's it's interesting. Um, I have a question for y'all, you know, you know, obviously you know in terms of my age, but I respect y'all in terms of y'all basketball basketball knowledge. It are are 30, is Wardell and Braun they the best players y'all ever seen? Like in your lifetimes? Mm. Men's. They're up there for sure. Like they're they're mm. I feel like they're two of the best. You know, I feel like they're in a class as far as this generation. You got Braun, Steph, Katie. You can even say Harden had a run that was crazy. Um, in terms of my era, you know, in terms of like, I mean, I've been watching hoops since what oh four, yeah. So, like I've been watching hoops for a while. So I mean, I grew up watching Kobe. I grew up watching T Mac. Grow grew up watching like. Mm-hmm. You better say oh, all time talent. You better say, say his name. You better say his name. Name name some more players. Oh, if you don't oh, say his name, D Wade. But yo, no, I wasn't. No, 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 I wasn't even thinking about him. I'm talking about Timmy. You wasn't even about to say oh, Timmy. Tim. He got five of them things. Tim, oh, Dirk, Steve, Steve Nash. There you go. I I, I was just waiting for Tim because I knew you wasn't gonna say him. I knew you wasn't gonna say him. <laughs> I ain't got yeah, no D Wade in there too. D Wade definitely in there, but I, I, I was thinking Tim. Tim. What is this? What is this imaginary smoke that I have with Tim that you you say I got? What is this imaginary? No, I, I didn't. Smoke? I didn't say you had smoke. I didn't say you had smoke. Oh, you was I like, knew. you're not going. You're not going to say his name. You're not going to say Tim. Because you look at him the same way you look at Jokic. You don't like the way he plays. You don't like the way Tim plays. About Tim Duncan. I never said a bad thing about Tim Duncan. Never. I didn't say you did. I didn't say you did. But you I said bad things about Jokic. I have never said a bad thing about Tim Duncan, so I don't view them you, as like, you wasn't gonna say Tim Duncan. You was going you said T Mac. <laughs> I'm not in the camp of Wardell passing Kobe yet. Like that's just me. No, 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 no. But I'm not either. I'm not either. If he gets to five, I think he has. And I think he has a good case. Wait. He has a great case. A great case. And I mean, they both have actually gone through stretches in their, like their last like prime years of not making the playoffs. That's another, like you saw the stat today, like it's come out like, yo, Steve Kerr has never lost a Western Conference fine or Western Conference series. Yeah, um, and yeah. I was like, yeah, never thought about that because Mark Jackson lost that Game Seven to uh, to you, you know, Cliff. I guess he was Chris for a minute, and then he turned to Cliff in the next round. But um, he's always Chris for a little bit, and yeah. when you really need him, that's when he turns into Cliff. But then we don't count at the times where Golden State didn't even make the playoffs when, you know, with the bubble and whatnot, and they don't want to count that because of Steph's injuries. And then the other thing is when we have to play in, and Memphis sent them home in yeah. in Oakland. Actually, yeah. Memphis closed yeah. out, uh, what's it called? Yeah, it was. The old arena before Chase? Yeah, it was. I may, have to, I may be mistaken in that. I apologize. Maybe that was uh, Yeah, Clark. that was a playing game, right? yeah. But yeah, I, I thought that was the last game before Chase. I could be wrong. Um, I'll I think be, it was. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. But regardless, once they are in, they do their thing. So that's the only thing about like with Kobe. Like I mean, but granted, damn, you know what? Steph ain't have to play with Smush Parker. That is fact. Every night. That is Kwame Brown. He didn't Kwame have to play Brown. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? He can't dribble. He can't yeah. play. <laughs> There's not put a post move to memory. Two post moves to memory. <laughs> Is that a oh trick question? <laughs> Nobody was calm, Aver. <laughs> but nah, uh, I think my top five of my era, uh, by actually. I think I still might have my boy. I oh, this is off the top of the dome. I'm putting D Wade five, and if somebody can argue they five. I would go K. Oh, that's tough. KD four. I'll probably go Steph three, Kobe two, Braun one. In my lifetime, or not like not just my lifetime from like oh five to now. That's probably the route I would go. I might be missing somebody off the top of the dome. You got D Wade over Tim Duncan and Shaquille O'Neal. Wait, did I not say Timmy? I thought you had D Wade five. Oh, shit. Okay, 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 okay. That's crazy. All right. Hold on. Let me loosen up. I wasn't sure. I just want to hide for a bit. All right, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, okay. All right. I'm going to leave my bias aside. D Wade's not in this. Bias aside. KD five. Oh, this is tough because I got. All time, I low key got Timmy over Kobe, so I would have to put Timmy. You are one of those people, yes. So I would have to go KD, Steph, Kobe, Tim, Braun. But Steph, if he gets a ring this year, he might leapfrog. Mainly, um, I, I kind of agree with I, that. He, I think he, for me, he would definitely leapfrog Kobe. Respectfully, yes. Um, I think it would still be a conversation with him and Tim. And I don't, I don't like saying that. I'm a Kobe stand, but like take biases mm-hmm. aside, the two MVPs and the unanimous, yeah, the five that rings. That whole yeah. You're at a different table. You're at them. And the fact that he came the, back. You're at the Kareem, Mike. You're at the Kareem and Michael Jeffrey. Uh, yeah. table with that if he gets a ring at 30 was he 35 yeah man yeah man actually and what folk other folks don't want to have the conversation despite the longevity Steph passes Braun if he gets a fifth ring y'all Steph passes Braun if he gets a fifth ring oh wow he does Wait, so so that means you have so what's your top three all time uh Michael Jeffrey Kareem and Braun Okay, right. so you got Braun at three. Okay. I, I, uh, so you would put Steph at three if he wasn't changing. I'm, you know, I'm willing. I'm okay with because of the points leader. I mean, Kareem has six MVPs. People will be like, well, he wasn't playing against nobody. Like, is it just a different game? I'm willing to go 2A, Braun, 2B, Kareem. Kareem and Braun are like the players for the last, like, four or five years that I've been trying to figure out who's two, who's three. I think over to, like, probably, like, 2018, 2019 is where I went. All right, yeah. LeBron, second. Um, and then after this year, like, him passing, you know, Kareem all-time scoring, like, and I hate when people was like, oh, he's a pass-first guy. Because if you score 25 points a game, you can't be really a pass-first guy. You can't be a pass-first guy if you still score 25 points a game. Rondo, Rondo's a pass-first guy. Like, Thank Rondo you. was averaging – Rondo was averaging double digit assists and like nine points a game. That's yeah. not like you can't you can't have twenty points 
and then be like, oh, yeah, but these 10 assists are the reason that he's a pass-first guy. Like, he doesn't, right. have more assistant, he doesn't have more assists than points. And exactly. points always count more. So yep. I think he's just he's just an all-around player. I don't like they're like, oh Magic Johnson. He's not Magic Johnson. Like I like like when people say he's a mix of Magic and Mike or Magic and Julius Irving, whoever you want to say, like Magic was passed first. He wasn't looking to score unless he absolutely had to. LeBron coming down the court, he's gonna look, okay, I can score here. And he's gonna go score. Like pass first players don't look at the game like that. Like even a Steve Nash wasn't looking at the game like that. Like yeah, he was picking his spots and getting to his shots, but pass first guys like Stockton and, and uh, Andre Miller, fucking uh, Rondo, like those types of players, they weren't looking like, oh, let me come down here and see if I can get a shot. No, he's like, all right, let me see who I can get a shot first. And then second, third option too. Like if I can get a, a pass out to Hornacek, I'll get one to him. Or if I can get a shout out to, to Melo, if, if it's Andre Miller, or if I can get a shot to AI, like, Whoever, like, LeBron's not coming down the court like, yeah, let me get the shot for Austin Reeves. Let me get the shot for Chris Boss. He's like, nah, let me run the play, see what happens. And if it don't work out, I'm going to go get a bucket. If it, if it works out my way, I'm going I'm to swing it. Like, he's, he's a willing pass. He's an unselfish player, one of the most unselfish superstars we've ever seen. But I hate the, when they say he's a pass-first guy because you can't be 25-8 and eight, eight for your career and say that he's a pass-first guy. That's just not true. It's, he's just more unselfish than most scoring players we've seen in the past. Like Mike wasn't – I mean, he was a good passer, but he wasn't as willing of a passer. Kobe, the same way. He could pass, but he wasn't as willing. Um, you know, even players like KD, Melo, um, they're not as willing of passers. Tatum, he can pass, but he's not as willing as a passer. LeBron is the most willing superstar passer that we've seen that can score the ball the way he can. But I, I, he's not a score or a pass first guy. I just that gets on my nerves, man. Like, oh, he scored this many points as a pass first. Like, no, no. If you're truly pass first, you're not scoring that many points. <laughs> it's just, man, no, it's just not gonna happen. Listen, listen that reminds me of, of uh, uh, while we still on the subject of LeBron being pass first. Somebody said that LeBron James is the best point guard all the time. They're running with this pass first narrative. They said that LeBron James is the best point guard all time. They gotta stop that shit, man. They gotta stop that shit. He's the best all around player we've ever seen. I'll give it. I that. think. I think there's a difference between saying one is a point guard or also talented passer. Now I think Bron's IQ is actually better than anybody's that touched the basketball. Um, and that's all. Dis- that's all respect to Michael Jeffrey. Um, mm-hmm. He knew how to like pick his spots better than anybody, and then Braun is actually taking that to the next level because he's able to pick his spot scoring and passing. Yeah, LeBron is as gifted passer as we've ever seen. Um, yeah. I truly believe that. Now Stockton, in terms of angles, like if you watch that like tape, and just it's crazy of like what how he would like maestro an offense and like twenty two assists on a given night is not hard for him. Yeah. Um, despite you know his teammates, let's not go there. Um. My point being is that the people need to separate what a point guard is and also how what passing ability. Those are two different things. Those yeah. are two different things. Because Brian also has some turnovers though, too. Um mm-hmm. in terms of where he will over maestro a game per se. Yeah. 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 And like That's the years in Miami where he was going crazy. 
like you you can't tell me when he was at like when he had that two what three week stretch where he was averaging damn near fifty on like sixty percent shooting and twenty what was it thirteen or four thirteen where he had that crazy stretch of scoring. Like I think it was the year after KD that or like the year like him and KD were like same kind of same kind of stretch in terms of scoring. Like I think KD did it in twelve and then LeBron came that came back and did it in thirteen where he was he had the mask on at one point. Mm-hmm. We went on that long winning streak, and he was average. I mean, he was he had sixty point games. He had, or I think he had a sixty point game, some fifty point games, some forty point games. And he was averaging like, and it was like sixty percent shooting. I think you can't tell me a guy that's coming out like, oh, I'm hot right now. I got it going. And he's not going to like Stockton ain't never going to be like, yo, yeah, I my first two shots, I'm gonna shoot the ball the whole night. Stockton ain't never said that shit. <laughs> Andre Miller never like if Andre Miller shot the ball, you was like, damn, that was that was worst case scenario. Like he wasn't supposed to shoot that. Mm-hmm. Like LeBron, like LeBron is one of the most gifted players we've ever seen, if not the most gifted and talented player we've ever seen. But to say that you know, oh, all he wants to do is pass, it's astronaut. It's just it doesn't make sense. But did you give your five? For, your, for this era? I Me? Don't know if you gave your five. Yeah, I don't know if you gave your five. I, I said I agree with your five. Okay. Yeah, I, no, I, I accept that kind of, but yeah, no, I agree with your five. You said what, KD five? You said KD five. Well, I don't think you fully agree with mine because I got you said your five, five, but listen, your five was KD, Tim, Steph, D Wade, Braun. No, no, no. I took D Wade out. I took D Wade out. Code. Code. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree with that five. Yeah. Not in any order, but that's the five you would agree with. That's the five I'd agree with. I mean, I'll probably okay. put Braun in order, I'll probably put Braun one, maybe Kobe two. Braun one, Kobe two. Then it's like, mm, you got Tim or you got Steph. Like, I don't know, because like Tim was dominant too. His dominance just looks different than, than Steph's dominance, you I'm know. I'm telling you. Ain't nothing you can yeah. do. Him go slow the game down and play at his pace. You Tim not- was cooking dudes at 37, it, 38. Like, the, yeah. the, defense the defense separates. The defense separates. You definitely, see. Yeah. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you you a DPOI. You also finals MVP. Yeah. He just has more in his locker, per se. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But also, he also was coached by the best. Yeah, you know what I'm saying in terms of modern era, not not named Phil. Nah, give me Greg over Phil. If yeah, Greg we, had, if Greg had Mike and Kobe and Shaq, he he'd have more. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. Of course. Yeah. If he had and, Mike and, Bobby, and in a row though, that's so that's yeah. the important part. He needed to get two in a row for you know. Yeah. It was a thing for him. So. Yeah, and Phil when he when he didn't have all them players, he was like, oh no, I'm I'm gone. He didn't. He wasn't coaching them Smush Parker, uh, Smush Parker team. He's like, "Nah, I'm out of here for that." Oh, y'all got Paul Gasol? I'll come back now. Y'all got a team around Kobe? I'll come back and say that it was me. Mm-hmm. But really, he's like, "Oh, I put the. It's the perfect team. Yeah, let's, let's make it work. Let's go do this." Um, all right. So since we're running, we're running a little past, which is good. It's, it's a good podcast or it's a good episode. Just, hey, no, um, good, good content. We can we can we can skip Boston and Atlanta. But, I mean, Atlanta, they're probably not going to change much. Um, Y'all like probably, Quinn? Y'all like Quinn with him? 
Are we pausing, Bryce? Wait, hold on. Because we can also edit this part. We can tell Jacob. Did you want to pause and like? All right. So to the east, east coast, beast coast. Now, last last week we already had um when we talked last episode we talked. Brooklyn Nets went home. Um, they're already making some movements in the front office. Jock Vaughn is getting rid of some of the members of the staff. You know, he's he's regaining he's gaining control of the staff now because his team he's coach instead of you know next season gonna be the first full season with Jock Vaughn instead of you know him stepping up into the role. Um, yeah, moves need to be made in Brooklyn. They um they gotta they gotta let go. Oh Ben Benjamin Benjamin gotta get out of here. Joe gotta get out of here. Spencer gotta get out of here. Mm. He finally he finally seen the light on. Gotta go. They got. I will pack their bags for them. Listen, I'll be in New York. I will pack y'all bags for y'all. Just let me know. But um, not so much on the Nets. But um, uh, going into Celtics Hawks, ML's beloved Celtics. Jason, yeah. So real quick. Oh, my fault. The Boston sure. Jason Tatum's. Let, let, let me just make sure I'm real quick. The Jays, the Jays are special. Uh, you know, shout out to Jalen Brown. I know a lot of folks uh out there in terms of you know Kyle Berkeley because Quanzo's Quanzo's family as well. Uh, and when Coach Martin was out there, so Jalen's always going to be family. But Jason, uh, his dad Ooh. is fantastic. Great brother. Great brother, one of the best high school coaches I've ever been around. Jason, his life story, everybody kind of know if you look at the YouTubes, et cetera. But, you know, obviously with Brandy. Brandy went to law school with all my boys who went to SLU. And she only went to law school, and like, as she went as an adult. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking like adult. Like, I'm talking like look in her early 30s. And she went to law school because she goes, my son's going to be in the NBA. Jason was 13 at the time. She spoke that shit into existence. So only three-year program, right? She shows my son's going to be in the NBA. I need to know what contracts and everything look like. Jason is investing very well on that front, and it's always 314. If you have any type of time in St. Louis, they stand for their own. So I'm always going to support uh, Tatum. That don't mean he can't do no wrong because last night, we'll talk about that too, um, and also, I don't love this Boston uh, psyche mentality, especially once again, windows are so short. Um, yes. I thought they was actually going to get over the hump because anytime you beat Jimmy Butler in the seven game series, like they did last year, and took Jimmy Butler to miss that three, I would have probably reeked and I would have been having, he would have been up to 3 a.m., 4 a.m., talking about that shot. You know, we would have been doing shots. I'll talk about that shot. <laughs> yeah, you know I'm saying? So, that's what I'm saying. So that's why it's all love for Jason. So I don't care if he in Boston. Uh, I'm rocking with him in Shanghai. If we want to go to uh, Maccabi, Tel Aviv, I'm rooting for Jason Tatum. We good. Euro League. Palatine, hey. we good. Hey. League. We go. Long, long as you get in the bag. <laughs> Can we talk about the shoes real quick? Just because y'all brothers, I respect. That's another thing. Like y'all fashion, pause. Uh, the lemonades, hey, the J the Tatum. Oh man, 
Listen, no, Jason Tatum got a got a got a nice shoe line. I mean, I was a little critical about it because you know Jordan don't make good basketball shoes really. Well, hasn't really made good basketball shoes. That's been the reputation, you know, like everybody like trips off Team Jordans and stuff. Like, yeah, like okay. growing up in school, everybody was like, "Oh, you got Team Jordans on." Yo, listen, when I played high school ball. We we played in Team Jordans. Those was the worst shoes I played in. <laughs> the worst shoes I played in were Team Jordans. Back in the day when I was playing high school ball, but I don't know his shoe looks looks decent. Yeah, how shoe. Yeah, I'm not a huge basketball shoe guy. You're not a huge basketball shoe guy. What type yeah. of shoe are you? I bro, I wear Crocs almost every day. I am not huge on shoes, man. For real, for real. Like. I'm not like, oh, I need the latest up to date sneakers. Like, I do not be like that's all me. This man, this man used to get up every morning on that or like every Saturday morning on that sneakers. whatever stock X or whatever sneakers at. Sneakers. He'd be up all every them. morning trying to get that shit. And I wouldn't even know what shoe was hey, all talking about that way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I took my way, took myself away from sneakers. I, I I you know, you only go to places where you're loved. I don't go on sneakers because I'm not loved there. But yeah, nah. I'm definitely more on, on the fashion side of things than Tariq is. Tariq, he'll he'll be the type to wear, like like he said, Crocs, Chucks. Man, love it. And he's a buddy. He is straight. And when I'm not seeing him running in arenas, showing his ass, whatever, like pause. But like when y'all was running it uh, in Greenville, uh, but my man, hey, man. listen, <laughs> I appreciate it on the IGs. Simple. Got the solid color T-shirt. Or you got the hoodie, chilling. Wifey's over there. She's chilling. Girl, I'm just a simple man for fame. You know what I'm saying? Tupac, you know what I mean? That's how he gets now. Simple man, chilling, chilling. I respect that. I respect that. You know, everybody got their thing. Yeah, I respect that. But I will say this. uh, I know I need to step my sneaker game up. Shout out to our boys, other dudes from Break the Bank, Larry and X. They made sure I was taken care of on uh, on the forces. Uh, just because, like, in terms of, like, you know, I'm so business. I'm at, like, I'm at the state house and other things. Like, yo, I know I need to get my sneaker game up. And also, I'm life changed, things of that nature. Yeah. want to look right. So, I'm saying. Hey, I had to get y'all down there with the Tatum love. Um, we buried uh, the Nets already. But, let's. I mean, the Celtics, I don't like their mentality right now. Um, I didn't like it yeah. in Atlanta. Um, actually, think Quinn Snyder say we switch Quinn Snyder. If Brad Stevens actually low key, it is just crazy. If Quinn Snyder be the coach of the Celtics, I think they're the favorites to win the championship. Oh, you got high on Quinn. Okay, yeah, well, very. I, high on Quinn. I'm not. Missoula homies wanted Quinn before. Um, I'm out on Missoula. I'm gonna say that right now. They, they can win the title, and I still don't believe in Missoula. Mm. Wow, I'm not. I I can see it because. Like last year with Eme, you could see the defensive presence. Like I, they had some games where they gave up a lot of points offensively, especially in the playoffs. But again, that's the playoffs. You're playing the elite of the elite. So, but like that second half of the season they had last season in terms of the defense was insane. And we've seen bits and pieces of that this year. Like Derek White's probably all defensive team player. Um, and you know Rob Will is, is Rob Will, but he's not always on the court. So. Tatum and, and and Brown can be elite defensively, but they're not always locked in. Like last night, there was some back cuts that they didn't see. There were just some easy shots they were giving up. And I'm like, y'all, I mean, and y'all got the defensive player of the year from last year, and it's like y'all didn't even 
I don't I don't understand that. Like, maybe he doesn't have the same voice that Ime did. Like I'm I'm not sure. Um, because they didn't they didn't really I think last year they didn't really listen to Ime at first because you know they still got the Brad Stevens everything. But once they started to lose, Ime was like, hey, this is what we gotta do, this is what we need to focus on. This is what we're this is the team that we're gonna have in our identity. And they 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 bought in, they started to win, they're like, okay, we got to the final. So we believe in what he's saying. We know what he's saying is gonna work. Then another guy comes in, obviously he was on the bench, but it's like, ah, he ain't got the same voice, he ain't saying the same stuff, like we don't know if he really knows what he's talking about type shit. And Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum have always butted heads in small ways, especially on the court. Like, Marcus Smart will take some dumbass shot, and Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, they'll look at him and be like, what the fuck was you doing? He'd be like, man, if y'all going to shoot 30 shots, I'm going to shoot my shot too. That's not the way he's supposed to look at the game, though. Pat Bev ain't going to be like, hey, y'all shot 30 shots tonight. I'm getting my 15 up. Pat Bev is like, nah, I'll shoot the ones that come to me, but Marcus Smart, like when he gets the ball, he like, yeah, I'm the third guy. There, there doesn't need to be a third guy. You got, <laughs> there doesn't need to be a third guy. Just run the offense. Like I don't understand it. Like there's sometimes where he he'll shoot them out of the game, and there's sometimes where he'll shoot it so good it's like, hey, if he hitting them, he got to shoot. But you know, I think to get back on the Quinn Snyder point, I don't, I'm not not high on him. I just think all the the failures in Utah. You can't fully put on Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. I think at some point it's got to come down to coaching too. Like all three of them are at fault for some of it. Um, whether it be Quinn Snyder not making enough adjustments, not taking out Rudy Gobert, like allowing Terrence Mann to hit all the threes that he did in the game six against Rudy, like on Rudy Gobert, that ends up losing you a series. Like if you bring out him, if you bring him out and play somebody else, maybe y'all win that series and you move on to the next round and you don't got to worry about whether or not you can play Rudy. Um, and then Donovan Mitchell, obviously, like, yeah, he's giving you 40, but he was giving up 40 on the other end. So, And then Rudy Gobert, obviously, he had his, his issues on the playoff defense. So I think all three of those had their own issues. And I think in the t- with a team like Boston, I think obviously Quinn Snyder would do well because he doesn't have to worry about that. He doesn't have to worry about, like, oh, I can't play this guy in this certain situation. Exactly. This guy's not going to play defense. My star players is going to give up 40. Jason Taylor's not going to give up 40. We saw that last year when they played KD. He's not giving up 40. He may not even give up 30. Um, and that's saying a lot with the talent that's in the league right now. So I think I think we'll see what the Hawks do. I think they'll – like, they always say they're going to try to trade John Collins, but they never do. At this point, it's like everybody knows who he is. He's not really going to get any better. And that's with, like, with all due respect, I don't see him becoming like a 20 and 10 guy or anything like that or becoming an all-star. But he's going to be a very solid four man for whoever team that he ends up on. Um, but he's not going to like change your team's trajectory majorly. I mean, certain teams could, could really use that. Like we could have used that. We could have used him as a four uh, midway through the season. But I think Kevin Love is doing the same type of things that they would want him to do in terms of shooting the ball rebounding the ball and, you know, helping run the offense. Um, so I think we'll – I think with – I think for the Hawks, it's always going to be about can Trey Young be effective off the ball? Because we know what he can do with the ball in his hands, and that's going to get you to a certain point. But you've got to be able to play off the ball as well. Like, the Steph Curry comparisons, they don't compare because he can't play off the ball at this point. Like, they brought in another point guard, and DeJounte still ends up 
playing like, oh, let me stand over here. He's shooting spot up threes. That is not his game. If any of those two should be shooting spot up threes, it should be Trey. So you got to – they got to have a conversation. Quinn's got to have a conversation with him like, hey, we need you to – we need you to watch Steph Curry, like actual Steph Curry highlights, not like, oh, deepest shots. We need you to watch like film. Like watch Steph Curry and how much he runs around the court. Watch Klay Thompson, how much he runs around the court. Like – that's another thing that I was saying that I have said in the past with Dame when Terry Stotts was there. Is they never played him off ball. Chauncey Lewis has done more than the last two seasons of playing Dame off ball and making him more effective. Like, you're, yes, you're effective with the ball in your hands, but all five can lock in on you. All five players can lock in on you if you have the ball at the top of the key. Nobody can lock in. Only one player can lock in on Steph if he's running around screens, running yeah. around all around the court. Only one player is following him. Everybody else is trying to look around. But if you look around too fast, somebody's going to bite. So I think Trey Young needs to add that to his game because his efficiency is not always the greatest. And I think it could be a lot better if he was if he decided to be off the ball a little bit more. You think they pay in DeJounte? I feel like they have to. They yeah. gave up. I mean, for, for what they did last year, I mean, you probably have to. Um, I mean, they, 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 they gave John Collins his money. Um, it's time will tell them what they want to do with Capella, but I mean, Onyeka's right there. Um, you got to get younger at some point in that in that regard. You got an AJ um, Griffin who looks ready to play. DeAndre Hunter, you got to figure out what you want to do with him because he hasn't really become the player that they were hoping for him to be. And they let go of Bogdan or not, uh, not Bogdan, Herder. Um, so they might look to move some more players, but they've got. They also they almost have like too many of the same type of players. Like you have Capella and uh, and Anyeka. Like they play the same way. One's just more a little bit more athletic at this age. Um, you got AJ Griffin and DeAndre Hunter. They're pretty similar. You got Kevin Herter and Bogdan. They're pretty similar. So at a certain point, you just got to kind of figure out what guys you want to be your key pieces, and then build around those. If it's Trey, if it's Trey, Dejounte, and one of the post players and AJ, all right, build around that. If it's if it's some other guys, if you're going to retool with different – like, you got to figure out what your direction is. And I think the last couple of years, the reason that it ended up not working for Nate is they didn't really have that that conversation of, like, all right, what are we trying to do? What are we bringing in? What are we bringing around Trey? What are we surrounding him with? Like, just bringing in a point guard just because he said he wanted more help, like, it didn't really help in the long run because Trey still played like Trey. And he was supposed to come in to alleviate Trey from having to do everything. And Trey still ended up almost, you know, averaging the most assists in the league and top of the scoring in the league. Yeah. Who's most likely to be traded, Dame or Trey? Dame, come to Brooklyn, Dame. There you come go. Come to Brooklyn. <laughs> come on, man. I, I, I can't see Trey being traded. Y'all can't see Trey being traded? You did see I the can't. reports the day before the I did. started. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, but it's like, if you trade trade, then you really gotta trade everybody. I mean, you gotta trade Dezante, you gotta trade Capella, you gotta trade Collins. So that's four different trades that you gotta make at the very least to try to rebuild, to try to start your rebuild. Because you trade Trey and you try to build around Dezante and Don Collins, I don't think that puts you in any better position than you are right now. Um, and I don't think – honestly, it sounds crazy to say, but I'm not sure there's a ton of teams that are looking to add Trey onto their team. Like, besides maybe the Clippers, 
I don't think Trey Young coming in and, and holding the not holding the ball, but ball stopping really helps that many teams in the league right now. Mm. Um mm. I think I think teams like if teams could have seen what Tyrese Halliburton became this season, mm. I think if both of them were on the trade block, more teams would want Tyrese Halliburton than they would want Trey Young. Mm. And I think talent for talent, people would say Trey Young is better. But if you if you want to be your point who who you would want to be your point guard, I think people would say Tyrese Halliburton. Heard it. Yeah. And after this season, I think people would say De'Aaron Fox as well. Mm. Like Trey Young, a couple like when they went to the conference finals, he was like, Oh, this that's a top three guy in the league. Like, all right, if you're starting your team with any point guard, like who are you going with? And a lot of people were saying Trey Young. I think today a lot less people are saying Trey Young. Oh, yes. And it's not it's not completely his fault. I think like the system that he's been in and the way that he's come into the league, we're like, okay, we need you to do this. We don't really have anybody else that can do the easy. But then when you got a player that could do those things, he didn't really he didn't really give up any of that leadership or any of that like on ball role. So we haven't really seen him play with players that are on his level. That's a, that's the thing. Yeah. Heard it. All righty. But um, we can move on to what, Cavs, Knicks? Cavs, Knicks. Knicks have made it and past the second round for the first time since, what, 2013? Yeah, I believe. Had to be, yeah. That was the year yeah, they beat Boston. Yeah, they beat Boston. Yeah, and they lost to – who did they lose to afterwards? Just truly. Mm-hmm. Miami Heat, I think, right? That's what I thought. Yeah. I, that's what I thought, yeah. Oh, yeah. no, no. It might have been the Pacers. It might have been. Because that's when Pacers were really one of the two. George Lance. I don't remember. It was one of the two. I think they lost to the Pacers in the first round of 2014, but I can't remember. Talking about no, no, they um, lost to the first round of 2014. Or one of the, they lost to Boston one year, and then they beat Boston the next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I remember that's when KG was like, Lala tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> wow. Why? Why? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what do, what do y'all think the Cavs need? Ooh. I think I think the obvious answer is a wing. But yeah. What kind of wing? The Cavs may be in the business. Levert. Let me stop. <laughs> Let me chill. Not wrong, wrong, bro. Not Let me wrong. Chill on the X net slander. Let me chill. Let me chill. But I don't know. Just a better version of Karis Levert, though. You know? Can I? I don't know what their assets look like. It depends on what the the what the lottery balls or whatever that look like. I don't. Well, let me let me back up and say this. I think Jared for play for regular season basketball, they are absolutely built to win fifty to fifty five games. Yeah, Mobley so great defensively. Jared Allen so good defensively. Donovan can carry you for two two three week stretch at a time. Which means six to seven games. Darius can then carry you for two, three strokes, two, three week stretch at a time. Which then eventually, if you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, you'll get to fifty to fifty five wins, and that means a top three, four seed. The issue is in the playoffs. You can't play Jared Allen and Evan Mobley together in the playoffs. Um, and for this NBA, um, in my opinion, and on the other flip of that is your. If Garland and Donovan are your engine starters, the people that you're kicking out to can't be Karis LeVert. I love Karis LeVert. Shout out Michigan Go Blue. No, shout out Karis LeVert. Super inefficient. 
yeah. that's why he gets keep getting traded around, right? And he yeah. probably could be. I mean, he was a free agent, right? If I'm not mistaken, now. Um, I think. That's right. And then you can't bet on Chetty Os Chetty Osman and uh, Okoro to be uh, your wing your wings to hit corner threes. And like y'all, they they faltered against the Knicks, and the Knicks are struggling to beat a Miami Heat less team without Jimmy Butler. So I don't know what they're. I'm not saying they're always going to peak in like first round. Maybe it just kind of depends on the matchup. The other thing is like, yo, my man got to tighten up, coach, coach Biggerstaff. You got to tighten up up there in Cleveland. Yeah, got to get it together. Um, he got out. He got Tibbs ran circles around my buddy. Uh, it was bad, real bad. So I guess wrap it up very quickly. Don't know what the lottery ball is going to look like. Man, could they use Brandon Miller? I'll just put that out there. Just to do, you know, we need to, like, depend on him to, like, create your offense. Can you hit corner threes? Can you be long and defend, pause? Um, I Like, that type of player. But yeah. I would love him. Granted, if the Pistons don't get, Wim, uh, don't get Wimby, then that's who I want them to get because you can then build on Jaden. Um, the Jaden, um, um, and my boy Cade, and then you could with Miller and Durant and, and Jalen Durant, like, yo, you got a yeah. nucleus right there. So the Pistons will yeah. be right for him, but they need a Brandon Miller type, somebody who can knock you down 38 to 44 percent three point line shots and be comfortable with that. Um, but I don't know, they may have to break up Darius Garland and Donovan Mitchell. But what's up with Donovan, right? Why you always got to trade your second star to make sure that he's okay? And that that's what I'm nervous about. And that's why, you know what? That's why Donovan's not into Devin Booker and Anthony Edwards' conversation. There's levels to this. There's tears to this. Mm. I agree with that. Yeah. I think it was wild that Mr. Robinson outplayed both Jared and Evan Mobley. Like, I think Evan Mobley in this series, like, the potential is there. Everybody can see the potential of Evan Mobley, but this series really opened a lot of eyes about Evan Mobley. Because I mean, not a lot of not a lot of fans, like not casual, but not a lot of fans that watch the NBA every night are watching the Cavs. Because you you kind of know what's gonna like what kind of game they're playing. You know, depending on the team, they're gonna win that game. Um, so it's not like everybody's like super locked in on Evan Mobley, unless you're playing like a Jokic or an Embiid or AD or something like that. Um, so I think this was like the first time that everybody was supposed to, like able to see Evan Mobley in this kind of light, and it was kind of like okay, I could see we could see the flashes of why he could be a great player, but there are a lot of things that he needs to work on in order to mm. be that great player. And is he willing to work on those things? Like Julius Randle didn't really didn't didn't score on him because Evan Mobley played great defense, but when it came to rebounding and boxing out and just just mucking it up in the post, that's where Julius and Mitchell Robinson and even Hartenstein were able to take advantage of his sm uh, smaller frame. Because, yeah, he's he's small enough to guard all five positions, but can't he guard the five position well enough to make up for his, you know, you know, for his lack of, you know, physical stature? Because they may have to just move him to a full-time five and figure out what to do with Jared Allen. Because if you play him at the five, now he's got to guard, you know, the 
the MBs, the Jokic's, the ADs, the Cats of the world. And is he going to be able to do that every single night for 82 games a season plus the playoffs? That's what we got to figure out. That's what he's got to work on in the offseason, getting his body right and the in the way that he needs it to be to get to a certain point um, with his potential. Because he's got the potential to be one of the best players in the league, especially defensively. Um, he very well could have won defensive player of the year this year. But I think just as just as much as we saw, like, Jaron Jackson Jr. has some things that he needs to work on, Evan Mobley has some things that he needs to work on. And it's not a bad thing because he's just going into year three now. Yeah. This is after year two. This, is, this isn't saying, like, oh, we know exactly what he's going to be because we don't. This is going into year three. I mean, I think uh, out of the four, I think he showed the most this year because K got hurt. Jalen Green, you know, he scored a lot, but he was on a terrible team, so it was hard to, to put that into, um, you know, in terms of effectiveness and how much that mattered. And then Scotty Barnes, like he started the year kind of eh, and then he came back around, but he never really showed, like, real, real improvement from his first season, which he won, where he won with the other year. So I think out of those four, I think he showed the most this year, but he's got to show a little bit more because if he, if the Cavs are going to be a championship contender, a lot of it is going to rely on Evan Mobley's shoulders, whether or not they keep Garland or not. I think Evan Mobley is the, is the thing that keeps them or that either keeps them from being contenders or puts them firmly in the realm of being contenders. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you look at the East, you look who's in the East, big-wise, you got Embiid, got Giannis. Like, really go through them two. I mean, yeah, you got Mitchell Robinson in, in New York. You got Claxton in, in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm trying to think of other bigs in the East. You got, well, no. You got Bam. Bam. Julius. I don't know why. I don't know why I blanked on Bam. You got Bam. You got, um, I mean, I'm just lesser sure. note for Zingas. Yeah. Really well this year. Uh, I mean, Miles Turner, eh, don't know if he's going to get moved because everybody, you, that's another guy that gets talked about getting moved every single year. So don't know yeah, if he um, Don't know how the East really going to look next year because it might be some movements around. But the bigs in the East, you know, every moment you can definitely be one of the best bigs in the East, if not the league in the next couple of years. You on mute, bro. ML, you on mute. <laughs> Giannis said 21 years old compared to where Evan is, right? It's still yeah. like that development. Evan's still like ahead of him in terms of like basketball IQ. Defense may be probably the same. Actually, Evan would be a little bit more, but passer, create like passer creator, um, and jump shot, Evan still has that, but didn't have like Giannis is like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that he they need him to become superstar status. He needs yeah. to be first team, second team, All NBA defense uh, for the rest of his rookie contract and beyond. Uh, for this yeah. to make sure because I'm because I'm not seeing the I see him as creator in terms of passing. Like you trust him, you can run some chin action, some DHOs. Uh, but what I don't see with Evan is. Can I give him the ball at the end of the shot clock with seven seconds to go? And you need that. Or you got to get yeah. to the line. Uh, and that's the difference between, like, you know, I'm not, I don't think Julius Randle is by any stretch of the means better as a basketball player than Evan Mobley. But he has that skill set 
which actually can change um obviously it changes the playoff game and, and changes the series. Yep. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. All right. Um last of the first round series. Bucks Heat. Now this series here. Woo! Now y'all saw last week, y'all saw a reaction to it last week with Jimmy Butler dropping 50. It's crazy. All right. So I've been waiting all week to talk to you about this. I bet you were. I already know your thoughts on this. All right. Before before I ask this question, shout out to Hemi Butler. Gabe Vincent, because if he don't hit that three, it's not possible for us to get that that steal. And they called a foul and he had to jump ball, all that bullshit. Um, and then Giannis had to throw the ball out of bounds damn near because he didn't want to shoot them free throws. Bam was great in the last five minutes in terms of running the offense, the, high, uh, the pick and roll with Gian, or, uh, and back cuts. With oh, Jim. okay. I forgot, um, I forgot what you were going to talk to me about, but now I know what you about to talk to you about. But <laughs> oh. I, now that I'm doing my shout-out, after the game, a reporter, I don't know the name of the reporter, and I don't think this is a bad question, but he asked Giannis if he thought this season was a failure. And I saw I saw Bryce's reply, so I'm sure I know what his thoughts are. But I would like to hear them out loud, yeah, on our podcast. Yeah. Oh, you asked me more thoughts. All right. Yeah. Floor yours. Floor listen, yours. listen, 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 listen. So you got Katie and you got uh 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 um LeBron James, right? Two of Nike's biggest athletes, right? When they get, went through their shortcomings in the playoffs, they ain't getting no one-page ad talking about failures or, or come up short. Whatever. They ain't getting no one-page ad from Nike. No. They got to, oh, see you next year. Good job, champ. Whatever. They ain't get that from Nike. They ain't get half the energy this man Giannis is getting. Like, it's crazy to me. I mean, I get it. I get what Giannis saying. I get, yes, it wasn't a failure. Well, people acting like, like this is like giving this man a participation trophy. That's how people are acting. Like, I don't know, bro. He's one of the top players in the league, two-time MVP. Probably, like, I don't know if you you want to argue. I mean, LeBron's still in the league, but if LeBron wasn't in the league, he'd probably be the face of the league. I mean, maybe because he already won a championship, but getting gentlemen swept in the first round. By AC, after having the season that you had, come on, bro. That you you mean to tell me that you that's not a failure to some extent? Katie got crucified last year for 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 getting which call it for getting swept in the first round after the the the, the monstrosity of a season the Brooklyn Nets had, or or let LeBron miss the playoffs. Let somebody else in the league miss the playoffs or get swept. They're not getting the same energy Giannis is getting. They're not. I don't know, man. This is Adam Silver's NBA, man. All right. All right. All right. Uh, you got something in my mouth? Nah, I'm just on my Malcolm X, you know. We got the little two fingers. <laughs> I got I got a couple questions. Yeah, you see it. Questions. You see it. Uh, you got questions got for Bryce? Questions. Yeah, I got a couple questions for Mr. Mr. Warner. Right, yeah, I'm so, chilling. I would I would have chilled during this because uh 
Yeah, I I want to just. <laughs> What's up? What's up? So, how many how many games did KD miss in the series last year? Where he guess what? How many games did he miss? Zero. Okay. Um, how many games did LeBron miss the year that they didn't make the playoffs in LA? Like a little less than half. I mean, probably like twenty thirty. Well, I, I don't guess think I don't, I don't look- think anyone said him not making the playoffs that year was a failure. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah. he missed that many games. Um, I think people were just glad that the Lakers season was over because the Lakers season that year was a monstrosity as well. Fair. Yeah. Um. Listen, I get conditions. So, I get that he was hurt. No, 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 I'm not even. I'm not even about to get. To, I was about to go to something I else. He was hurt. I, I was about to go to something completely different. I was gonna come back to that later. It's not even. It's not even the fact that he missed three games of the series. Because I mean, he missed the last the last three quarters of the first game. Yeah. Two and three. Yeah. He came back in four and then five. Yeah. Um. So, I got a couple more questions. So, like he said in this thing, if you're at a job or even us, so say the end of this year we don't have a thousand subscribers and like that, did we fail as a company? No. Okay. Um, you at your job, if you don't get a promotion in the next six months, did you fail? No. If a, let's just say, Naomi Osaka, if she comes back and plays in the U.S. Open this year and she doesn't win the championship and she doesn't win the whole thing, did she fail? No. If, if Jalen Hurts, doesn't win a Super Bowl this year. Did he fail? No, because he got the bag. Okay, so what's different in this Giannis situation? Listen, man, like I said, it's not a total failure, but it is a failure to some extent. Like, I don't Mm. know, like I said, like I said, like I said, if it was anybody else, they wouldn't be receiving the same, they wouldn't be receiving the same energy, dog. Nobody answered it that way. Nobody else has answered that question that way. People like Russ and KD have been like, what the fuck does that even mean? And they've gone to Twitter and they cried about it. Giannis almost got angry, didn't realize, okay, let me let me think about this. He's like, And he asked the dude, he said, if you don't get a promotion at your job this year, at the end of the season, if you don't get a promotion, do you feel like you failed? The dude said no. He said, so because out of 30, now 16 teams, one one of us is going home, a little earlier than other people's expectations, probably their expectations too. But when, especially when they're like, if Giannis played all five games completely healthy, there were no health issues for the Bucks, and they lost in five. Okay, I can see you calling it a failure. He missed three. He clearly was playing a little bit injured. I'm not saying that that's why they lost. I think he played, I think he was healthy enough to impact the game in the way that Giannis can. Mm-hmm. Um, and Brooke Lopez gave him two great games that they could have gotten over the hump. Um, but I think too many times in the sports culture, we put so much of these negative connotations on players and on athletes when it's everyone has bad days. Our bad days are different because we go to work and we go home and we're like, oh, man, today sucks. Their bad days are on national television. And they just lost a game five or a game six or a game seven. And then as soon as that is over, not even like 
the buzzer ring or the buzzer goes, and this is a perfect Aaliyah Boston. When she missed that tip in, did she fail? No, she just missed the shot. Like, that's not an easy shot to make. I mean, she was running full speed. The ball comes, she tries to tip it in, it doesn't go in. I don't think that means that she's a failure. Do you think them losing this year before the championship game? I just thought about that. Yes. I'm yes, looking at the final four shirt. I'm looking at the final four shirt right now. Because we should have been three peating if we be that make them a failure. Hey yo, hey yo, hey your little side chick, uh Miss Jones and them don't have a ring either if Leah take care of her business. That's that's cap. What you mean? If she hit the tip, we that talk about three, we talk about that was definitely that was that was already written in stone. Haley already knew she was winning that. Bro. Haley hit two big shots. They ain't losing back their South Carolina ain't losing Arizona. If they if they get the tip, it's a wrap. They ain't gotta get they didn't get past them. They gotta get past them first. That's like saying UConn would have beat Stanford or UConn would have beat we lost to Arizona. You so brought it up. We got you brought it up. Gino getting worked out here and still in next year. That's definitely happening because Lord have mercy. <laughs> but now that you brought it up, Aaliyah and listen, South Carolina failed this year. And you, I know what you're trying to do. You trying to you trying to cover up for your 2015 Wildcats. They a failure too. I don't that's a failure. That's a failure. That's a failure. That's a failure. <laughs> 38, no. Don't, I see what you're trying to do. You tried to. I didn't even think about them. I didn't young even brothers are slick. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. He's heard me talk about that Wisconsin loss for the last, what, eight years? Decker. I've been, I'm angry about it to this day. I'm never yes. not going to be angry about that loss. I'm never <laughs> not going to look at them and be like, why? I, I'm that to this day, that I consider that a failure, hundred percent. If Anthony Davis and them would have lost, that would have been a failure. I think Kentucky has failed multiple times because we've had more than good enough teams to win, and we lost in the first round, second round, round of thirty or round uh, sweet sixteen. Well, we should have beat these teams. Um, I wanted to ask him because I don't think the first one, I don't think her missing that putback was necessarily a failure, but that was coming off the COVID season where everyone was saying, "Yo, South Carolina would have won." Yo, Oregon would have won. Yo, Baylor would have won. Who would have actually won? That was their chance to be like, hey, the next year we came back with players that weren't on that team or that were on that team last year, not on this team this year. They're in the they're either in the W or they're playing pro now. Yeah, that would have been their yeah. chance to be like, yo, we got it, but they didn't. But I think like that year I had Stanford winning for most of the season. And by the time we got to March, I had Stanford winning all of my brackets, whether I was a UConn fan or not. And this is when we just started on Green Room and Locker Room. And we were doing those live rooms during the show or during the games. And I was saying, this is Stanford's year. Stanford has been – they've been put through a lot of shit. They played their whole season on the road. They didn't get the goal. That's true. They, weren't on they were mentally ready. I their that. whole season, they were prepared for that moment. And that's why they ended up winning. I'm not saying South Carolina wasn't. But it comes down to a missed layup or a missed putback. Just that, just that much. It wasn't like a huge miss. She didn't throw it off the glass and nothing else. It was just she missed it. Um, this year I can agree. If y'all think it was a failure this year because they were undefeated, they should have beat Iowa. 
In the I can agree with that. Too, probably. Because their team was healthy. Dom was there. Everybody was there. There was nobody that was like, oh, I'm injured. No, there was nothing that was stopping them from beating Iowa. Now, the refs, the refs were something else. Because, like I told him multiple times while we were in Greenville. Oh, in person, these refs were terrible, man. I told him multiple times in Greenville. I said, well, Maryland, the calls Maryland got against Notre Dame, they won't get against South Carolina. The calls that South Carolina got against Maryland, they won't get against Iowa. And it happened. Because when you look at it, these refs, they play a huge part, especially in college games. When there's five fouls, Aaliyah Boston had been in foul trouble damn near the whole season. Two fouls in the first, what, six, five, six minutes? That's oh, yeah, crazy. yeah, 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 for sure. That's for sure. crazy. And that threw off the whole rhythm of the game for South Carolina. Yeah, I think it's a great game. you never see them. Yeah. But I can agree with that. But there's other things where it's like, I think they were looking at it more individual. Like, oh, Giannis, do you feel like you failed this year? Yes, that, that's and exactly I don't think right. that was fair to I put on him so. because he missed the three games. Yeah. Uh, Aaliyah didn't fail. Oh, South true. Carolina as a whole failed. Mm-hmm. Dawn and South Carolina failed. Yeah. As a team, they failed to get their ultimate goal. Yeah. The yeah. Bucks and failed. There, were no, there was nothing really stopping them from getting that. But For the uh, Bucks, yeah, they failed. The injury. But they still could have gotten through that because he did play four and five. Yeah. But I think I think the question was more like, do you feel like you guys failed? Do you feel like you failed? Do you feel like you let your team down? It, type of it, thing. It's because the reporter did get personal because he asked it two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And so Giannis yeah. feels as though, yo, you coming at me. You're not – I'm yeah. not a spokesperson for the Bucks, but exactly. I am the best player. And honestly, if you ask Giannis tomorrow – like if you asked him tonight – when he having his, you know, 50 chicken nuggets, his lemonade, da 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 <laughs> like, If you asked him if we're chilling right now, he'd be like, yo, are you the best player in the league? He goes, hell yeah, I'm the best player in the league. So here it is, one of the top five faces of the league, yeah. the best player in the league. He's going to take it more personal, especially yeah. only 30 minutes after, bro, I gave up an 18-point – we – Gave yeah, up a yeah. team point lead uh, yeah. seven minutes, eight eight minutes to go. Mm-hmm. And I'm losing to, you know, three men and a baby father, Kevin Love, and him and his non-just for men ass. Like, I don't know what's going on. Kevin Love hitting threes and his 92-84. And, like, we down eight. And that's all. Like, the, the Heat don't need much. Um, I don't yeah. want to put it on Bud, right? And I think the reason why Bud is not getting the Heat no pun intended, from the ownership is because they know about him and his personal situation with his brother passing away. Yeah, and You have to give a championship coach a pass and quite kindly as a regular season where they didn't have Chris Middleton healthy at yeah. all, still not healthy, we're being yeah. honest. And Drew Holiday actually took that next step. Giannis missed some time, yeah. and when Giannis was there, Giannis was MVP like you got the best record in the whole entire NBA. Do y'all think they just run it back with the same exact squad, or do you think they got try to. to add like a feature? I, I they're built to win right now. But you you don't you first of all, there are so many things it took for Miami to be the eight seed. Yeah, Miami ain't no I damn agree. eight seed, and I'm also not. they have the best coach in basketball. I agree. You know I agree with that. So yeah, I mean, that's suppose the best coach in basketball. Um, yeah. So, 
that's where I'm at on it. You know, people can talk about Steve Kerr all the hell they want. Um, you put Spo, I'm taking Spo yeah, all the time. Spo. Yeah, give me Spo every time. Honestly, honestly, I wish Grant Hill and them would wake up. I want Spo to be the damn Olympics coach and not Steve Kerr. Yeah, Spoh, that's crazy. Spo is more representative of the United States of America than Steve Kerr is. I we're definitely don't more than fifty percent minority in this. In this, let me chill. Don't get me on my soapbox. I ain't gonna lie, man. Nah, I'm I'm a chill on Steve Kerr. I'm a still I'm a chill on Steve Kerr. I'm a chill on Steve Kerr. Yeah, I'm a chill. Yeah, I'll chill too. I'm a chill. I'm a chill on Steve Kerr. I'm a chill on Steve Kerr. But uh, since we got there, we at but y'all know that Matt, it's not a failure. But the but but the Bucks did not accomplish their mission. No, yeah. not by any means. I I mean, yeah, I, listen, listen, listen. I'm understanding, but saying time agendas need to be pushed. All right. Agendas gotta be pushed. Agendas gotta be pushed. Listen. And then now they know how it feels to 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 get the same like like to lose based on injury, like they beat Brooklyn in, in 2021. Y'all just gonna put a foot on the Kyrie. Kyrie out. Heard it, heard it, heard it, heard it. Heard it. <laughs> Y'all just put a foot on the Kyrie, Kyrie out. James Harden got hurt within two minutes of game one. No one called that a failure. He came back, rushed That's back. That's the most respect Katie ever got. Or whatever, and Katie got played every minute of game four. Tired as hell. He got Joe Harris. Katie, Katie got more respect for losing that game, losing that series, than he does for those two rings that he has. You can't say that people are trying to call that a fair because I don't. I don't agree. Because the way that he played in the game five, six, seven. Against Milwaukee, against Giannis, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. but Giannis guarding him. Nobody looked at KD and was like, "Nah, that dude failed." Like, nah, they was like, "Oh, that dude." Like, he we already knew up. this. He gave but it. But once up. he went to Golden State, we tried to pretend like we didn't know. He came but off an Achilles injury and did this. Listen, nah, that dude is for real. Yeah, the Golden State was crazy too. That man was Finals MVP in both of those finals, not stuff. But Can't no one's hearing that because he's got seven. Yeah, but he wasn't the best driver though. Well, look, Katie's still playing his behind off in those finals, bro. That what made me respect Katie. He, he didn't say he didn't. But when you got Steph, when people when you're coming on on a fast break, and they all run to Steph, and you get an open shot, and you're Kevin Durant, nothing else needs to be said. That's a point. It's a great point. And then you got to think Clay in the corner, so mm. they can't leave him either. Mm. You know that team was definitely unbeatable. Like I, like I've and said, you got Eagle Dallas. He's gonna hit him when they matter. <laughs> the Warriors they didn't really need KD. They needed KD to be unstoppable, right? They didn't really need KD because they were like, like we know seventy. They needed they needed a three man that can make the shots. Yes, <laughs> when they needed them. <laughs> Not Harrison Barnes. KD is one of the best <laughs> shot makers we've ever seen in this league, if not the best. Yeah. But yeah. That's why they needed. They needed a guy that could make shots at that position. And Harrison Barnes did not do that when they no. needed it. So they were like, hey, if we can go get KD, you want to come over here? going to allow it. We're going to call KD up. Because <laughs> when people heard, when you first heard it, you're like, there's no way he's going to sign with them. And he fucking signed with them. Like, I thought he was going to Boston. I thought he was going. Boy brought in Tom Brady for I me. thought he was like already like all right, I'm signing with Boston, but I'm gonna take this word. They was like, nah, we bring in the whole we bring in the Hampton Five or we bring in the Hampton Four, we can call ourselves the Hampton Five, blah 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 blah. And they got him to sign. So mm. I don't think um I mean like the Warriors losing in twenty nineteen. I don't think that was a failure. I mean Clay got Clay got hurt in game six. 
and he got hurt. Um, I mean, it, it was tough. I mean, they was playing stuff with a boxing one type shit. Like, it was rough. I mean, but I like, there's got to be different like things to it. like, and I think it's difficult to put the onus on one player unless they absolutely just shit the bed and don't do their job. Like Heard a 2011, it. like a 2011 LeBron. That finals, yes, you can call that a, a failure because yeah. a lot of that a lot of that series was on him not showing up and not doing what he was supposed to do in the fourth quarter. He shouldn't have been outplayed by Jason Terry or by J.J. Barea or by whoever else was on the court not named Dirk Nowitzki. I, imagine Johnson, I know what you think about. <laughs> I imagine Johnson, if he can guard Jason Terry. That's crazy work. But I think, like, there has to be context when it comes to, like, did this player fail? Did this team fail? I think the teams can fail. It doesn't necessarily mean the individual failed. Because if that's the case, then every tennis player, every golf player that doesn't win their tournament, it's such, like, in sports, there's such a a slope, a, a slippery slope of from being a champion to losing before the championship game or the championship match. Yeah. That you can't really it's hard to be like, yo, you failed because you didn't get to this point. Like, I don't think people understand how hard it is to get to a certain point. And I don't necessarily understand it, but I can see it yeah. from my perspective of like, okay, not everybody's getting there every year. How many people have rings in the last fifteen years? No, every yeah, year we, every year they add another ring to it. Like from what oh from like two thousand what two thousand to like two thousand sixteen or seventeen, the only players that had won one were Kobe, Shaq, LeBron, Wade, Timmy, and I think Dirk. I think Dirk only had like the one, so everybody else mm-hmm. had multiple rings. Yep. So that means, so that means if you don't if you don't get a a ring in your season. Or if, that means if you don't get, if a, if you don't get a ring in your season and they try to call you a failure, what does that mean for your career? What does that mean for Charles Barkley? What does that mean for Carmelo Anthony? What does that po- possibly mean for Chris Paul? What does that possibly mean for Russell Westbrook? Were their entire free, uh, careers failures? I don't think so. But when you don't have a championship and that's what sports culture is is based off of, it's hard to say, hey, he didn't fail. He just, you know. He, there were better players. Like, if you look at all the tennis players from the last 20 years, 98% of them would be failures because the same four have been winning, or the same three have been winning, plus Serena. Yeah. The same four have been winning for the mm-hmm. last 20 years, and now there's like, oh, there's an opportunity for everybody else because those players are getting older or those players are retired. But if you looked at Andy Roddick and Maria Sharapova, and Andy Murray and Nick Kyrgios and said, yo, y'all are failures because y'all didn't beat the best to ever play the game. It just, I don't, I don't see how you can do that. Like, yeah. all the players that lost to Michael Jordan, all the players that lost to Kareem, all the players that lost to Kobe, and Kobe lost to and lost to Shaq. Like, the teams that lost to Kobe and Shaq, how was you supposed to beat that team unless you had the perfect way to beat them like Detroit did in 04? And even then, it was more so because Kobe wasn't trying to get the ball up when he needed to. Because if Ben Wallace said, yo, I'm going to play Shaq one-on-one, I'm going to give Shaq the fucking ball. I don't care who Ben Wallace is. I don't care who it is. If they say, I'm going to play Shaq one-on-one, don't come double-team, I'm not 
I'm getting the ball to him every time, and then if they start in double team, then he can pass it out and we can get a shot. But that's that's that was just my feeling on it. Um, I didn't want to tweet about it. I wanted to save it for this because this is what we have it for. We got a podcast, so we can talk out loud and say what we want to say. So that's right. There was no reason for me to write about it. There was no reason for me to tweet about it. If I knew I was gonna be able to talk about it right here on this on this show called the Hoodie and the Headband. That's facts. That's facts. That's facts. And I knew I knew he differed from what I was thinking. Because I saw your tweet. Once I saw your tweet. Of course. Once I saw your tweet, I was like, oh, this is gonna be you a know good how I feel about 34. <laughs> oh, it's like that? Yeah, you know he how I feel about like 34, man. I mean, I respect him a little bit, but like that's a little bit. You know, I, got, I give credit where it's due, but you know why bit. he's in the east. He like, don't like Jokic now, he hates Embiid now. He don't like no. I hate him like because Embiid don't know how to keep his feet on the ground. He got hurt too. You act like he got <laughs> like only somebody else got hurt. He got hurt because he can't keep his feet on the ground. That's fine. He was on the ground to begin with. Nah, that's funny. Nah, you, know, you, know, you, you know how you be going in the neighborhood or you got to go to somebody else's neighborhood for trick-or-treat to make sure, you know, but you go go to somebody else, you with one or two other folks, um, mm-hmm. you go to the front door. That's how we just gave him be the MVP. It was like, oh, everybody else <laughs> candy. So you had to make sure you got some candy too. But I'm going to get Bryce on the same page when it comes to Joel and B. Ain't no damn way you. No, Bryce had him be as an MVP up until two I did have him beat as MVP this season. Yes, yes, I did. I had him beat because he don't like Jokic. He really don't. Oh, like that's Jokic. not why. It's not why. That's not why. I, I thought it was time for Embiid to get the MVP. That's I my point. So like he just said. You know, so like just he like just said. said. <laughs> I thought it was time. It's like yeah. you, know, you got your snick. You got your Snickers from uh. He got fifty on the pass MVP. Like what we doing? Nah. You got your many Snickers from Miss Jackson. Or at the, the corner house, is, you know, uh, Mrs. Smith had to make sure you got your Milky Way. Damn Milky Way. I don't mess with Milky Way. You're paid. I don't know. Your Skittles, your tropical Skittles. But, like, it's, it's ridiculous, Bryce. That's what I'm saying. You. But it's crazy. For, for, for like, Embiid, oh, you said it was his time. It was his time. Come on, dog. He out Come here on. trying to get our particip- participation trophies with the MVP. It's crazy to me. Especially the guy that we're giving up participation. He dropped fifty on Jokic. What is there to discuss? He dropped fifty on Jokic. They played eighty-two games. That's one game. The second game they played. The second game they played. Where was Embiid? I ain't gonna lie. He kind of ducked him. Kinda. <laughs> he played the four games leading up to it and was like, ah. I'm gonna duck him. Just like how he ducking Tatum right now. He kind of ducked him. Oh, he not ducking Tatum right now. He's actually injured. I'm running out. I'm running out. I'm running out. But since you brought that up, we can we can segue into, into it, man. Um, we can segue into round two. Celtics Sixers. James Harden reminded us of who he was Monday night. Vintage, vintage James Harden, vintage beer. It was a flash of Houston Harden. I know ML, you might not want to hear, it, but it was a it was a flash of Houston Harden, and it wasn't all that dribble, 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 dribble shit either. So I was happy. It was efficient. It was a great game, man. I mean, I thought I honestly thought Boston would have took care of business here, being that they were at home, took care of home court. But I James- got two questions. <laughs> no, I got two questions. Okay, what the fuck was Malcolm Brogdon thinking? Mm-hmm. And why did Marcus Smart have the ball in the last possession of the game? Coaching. Those are my two questions right there. Coaching. Michael Brogdon said, "Ah, throw that shit away. Fuck it." <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't understand the play. Like, remember y'all remember game one? 
was it Easter Sunday? Sure was, I think. It was Easter Sunday last year of uh, game one of the Eastern Conference semis. I'm pretty sure. And that's mm-hmm. the Celtics. Yeah. No, 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 the yeah. first round. First round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, first round. First and, round. like, Jason caught that ball. Da, 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 caught that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when y'all wasted when the Nets wasted a Kyrie and KD uh you know epic performance. So um that was I seen it, maybe they said he traveled. They came over the last two minutes report and said he with the two minute report. Come on, doc. Come on, doc. That's Adam Silver. And Adam Silver's NBA. And Adam Silver's NBA. This is where we messed up, but we Adam Silver's NBA. Man, listen, they wasted an incredible fishing game by Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown only had 10 shots. He only shot three in the third in the second half. That's 20, crazy. Actually the first three quarters, points. I think. From who? Three quarters. Who's shutting them down? Exactly. The point is I don't understand how does an all NBA player only have 10 shots against this Philly team who yeah. doesn't play any defense outside of Joel and B. Yeah. And Joel and B ain't there. Nasty. B ball Paul. I'm coming back in two weeks if y'all burying Tatum. If this goes to seven and they don't win, the Celtics, they are known for this. This is the problem. Their mental lapses are horrible. I don't understand it. None of them make sense. Boston should have handled their business against Atlanta. It should have been done in five games. It was done. Messed up old Janet Jackson, man. They missing that fire they had last season, man. She she hear she hears it. Janet and Indy uh, in three weeks, so I will be in the building. I will be. Oh in the man! Yeah, I'm gonna be in my. Sing his heart up. Yes, sir. <laughs> sure. The voice will be back. I had to coach twenty two basketball. Tried to coach twenty basketball games this weekend. I'm there. Say it, boy. I'm giving. I'm stomping. I'm escapade. <laughs> Don't tell me if. Don't let me come in. <laughs> I got a Janet list too. By the way, I got a top seven Janet list. Best seven songs. Uh, anyways, point being, like, just very quick on the Celtics. They have to get a mentality that they are the best team to win 16 games. And I don't know what's missing. I don't know what it is. I can't put a finger on it. But something is absolutely missing. And maybe this will be a wake-up call. Maybe this will be a wake-up call. But now that they don't have to play in B. The Sixers. In fact, what I would have done is just, you know, you chilling, get your Cairo in, you you in Philly, don't even come out the yeah. facility for 48 hours. If you got a girl, like, you know, we'll, we'll have to actually, you know what, your family could live there. We good. Yeah. We, we'll, we'll take care of you. And B, now don't, um, you don't need them now. And Doc may do that. But also, I think Boston may actually want MB to play crazy enough because they are used to a game plan going against them, they aren't used to going, and then also it's a mentality, and that's the problem. Golden State, in that situation, you know, I don't like saying the neck thing anymore. They will crush you. They will try to crush your soul, and Boston doesn't have that gene yet. Now, I don't know why they don't. I don't know why they, I don't know why they don't, but it's a problem at home. It's a problem at home. Because they haven't gotten over the hump yet. Yeah, once they get yes. once they finally get that championship, that's when they'll be able to do it because LeBron wasn't able to do that. Like LeBron now in the last ten years, since he won the first ring, he's able to all right, I could turn it on this game. D Wade, all right, I could turn it on this game. Kobe, I could turn it on this game. 
Steph, the Warriors, we could turn on the third quarter. Those teams, once they once they did it the first time, they knew what the right. they knew what the system was. They knew what they were supposed to do. They knew what they were capable of. Boston thinks they're capable of it. But then there's also that thing in the back of your head, like, what if we're not? What if we yeah. can't do it? I yeah. just watched the I just watched the tennis breakpoint, the first or second episode of the series, where Aya Tomjanovich, she's playing one of the top players um in the seating of the Australian Open in 2022, and she's tied, or like the it's like five five in the first set. Once she gets like one frustrating point. And she starts thinking, can I even do this? Am I even good enough to do this? And she doesn't win another point or another game. Like, she ends up losing two sets to zero, and the second set was six love. So I think at certain times when you make up mistakes, that's when you're like, oh, man, we're doing that shit again. Like, why do we keep doing this? Why can't we get over this hump? Why can't we make this play? Why can't we get to the perfect spot that we're supposed to? Why can't we stop this dude from getting to the rim? Or why didn't we communicate on this defensive play? Keep going. Let me stop. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I I really think it's because they haven't done it yet. Once you once you get that once you get past that point, you're like, okay, I know exactly what we need to do. Right. And it's easier it. to turn on a switch. Because you can't say like, oh, we're gonna turn the switch on. You've never had you've never turned the switch on and won a championship. You've never had to go through like, okay, this whole way of 16 games. You win a championship, you feel that feeling, and then you got to redo it in the offseason. When do you start working out again in the offseason? You don't know yet. Oh, I went to the finals. We played until June. How long do we take off? How long do we do we watch that series back? A lot of teams, a lot of people can't watch championship games back. Like, were, were the Warriors able or were the Celtics able to watch this, the finals last year back? Or was it too painful? Was it like, oh, we were this close. We know like three or four things we'd have done differently. We'd have been the champions. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, and sometimes it just comes down to just that small, like just just a small mental hurdle you got to get over to get over that hump. But if you can't, you might not even get out the second round. Mm. So you gotta you gotta figure it out and as it's going. And then once you get over that hurdle, if you can get over that hurdle, is when it comes in of like, okay, we know exactly what we need to do. I think they got to win the next two. They they definitely got to. They need to. They need to Absolutely. take. They need to. Win another one at home for sure, and definitely mm-hmm. go on the road. Yeah, if they lose tomorrow night, I think they play tomorrow. Yeah, Wednesday night. If yeah. they lose Wednesday night, it's going to get kind of rough. Yeah. Because I'm not saying Embiid's going to come back and go crazy because Embiid, you never know with Embiid, like, in the playoffs and against Boston. Like, I, I, as as much as Boston also has a mental hurdle to get over, so does Joel Embiid and Harden. Harden has the mental hurdle to get over to get to the finals. Yeah. And B has to get past Boston. And B has yet to get past Boston in a in a playoff series. That man said, listen, so he's, time they lose. I think that's one quote he said, Oh, it's not a rival. They always beat us. That's though. That's that's losing mentality at his finest. But he told the truth. He can't say he can't go out and say, Yeah, it's a rivalry. Because it's not. If you can't beat the other team, then it's not a rivalry. But to say they like, beat us was on. I mean, he's telling the truth. He is telling the truth. We and be not going to lie. And be not going to lie. He's going to tell you the truth. If he feels a certain way about something, he, he's going to tell you. But who do y'all got in this series? Who do y'all think comes out? I'm pretty sure ML got the Celtics in six or seven. Uh, 
I'm trying to think of why. <laughs> y'all look like y'all stressed. I ain't gonna lie. I, I, I don't want either or. I got, I got a tiny bit shook yesterday because I'm I'm told you I'm nervous about Missoula. I ain't worried about Jason. I mean Tobias Harris. Come on, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, that's food. Jason see it, barbecue chicken, he see it, Korean teriyaki is everything. You good. You good. And then he good, and then he making an extra, extra run to raising canes. Uh so he I right. he worry about that. Bo Jangles is Bo Jangles will be in game six. Put Tobias Harris on Jason Tatum, then that'll be taken care of. We're getting all of it. We're crossing the whole country on it. That's chicken. Um Missoula is the issue of why the Celtics could lose in the six. If Malcolm Brogdon plays like he – that's another thing. They wasted a good Malcolm Brogdon game yesterday. They sure did. But if Derek White just – here's – there it is. The Celtics have just as much depth to win a championship. Like – if everybody – but they have to – like, everybody has to bring their B-plus or above game. The Suns don't have that type of depth anymore. They traded it all, right? You have the sixth man and of the year. That wasn't, wasn't important. Exactly. Well, exactly. Look what's going on. They down 2 nothing. Exactly. Um, Missoula, did you even see how, like, my man is a little stubborn? Bro, Sam Hauser can't play in this series. It's not a series for him. Because he can't give you defensively what you need to against Philly. Now, can you run Sam Hauser out there to chase around Duncan Robinson in the next series? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. If he's in <laughs> any type of shape. Because the problem is, or like to be in front of Max Struess, and that's because you don't know what, uh, what young Hemi going to give you um, because of the ankle. But not this series. Not this yeah. series. And Maxie, a dog. I got to see Jalen Brown take a personal uh, – got to take a personal a little bit. Three shots in the second half is for an all-NBA player. Bro, this is the difference between – if I'm not mistaken, is it $70 million, $67 million? Yeah. You can't come up short. I mean, granted, the all-NBA votes are already in. Yeah. But you can't be reflected in – or you got to find a trade partner. You can't do I was that. About saying, especially, especially when he's worried about whether or not they want him. Like – Celtics That's and, when you gotta step it up. I feel like Celtics win tonight or what tomorrow? What's tonight? Celtics, yeah, Celtics six six. That that that's what I thought before. You know, I'm a little shook, but at the same time, Boston do better on the road in the playoffs the last couple of years. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, they have. Damn, we shouldn't have lost them in game seven. But um, <laughs> I'll yeah. I'll go. I think Celtics get it. I would say seven if MB comes back game three. I would say it goes to seven. Um, personally, I would love to see Harden get over that hunt, and this ain't even getting over the hunt, but like get to that next hurdle to try to get to a, a finals. Because that, like, as much as I've been like on his case the last five or six years, of because people are always trying to play him over Dwayne Wade, and I find that shit insane. Um, I think. For the career he's had and as hard as he's worked, as much work as he's put in, I think he deserves at least a championship, another championship run. Um, not as a six man, you know. Um, and I don't mean championship run as in like, you know, winning. I mean just like an opportunity in the finals to get that that um, that legacy builder 
that he needs because it's going to come down to him and AI every time hey, this conversation this conversations happen. But he's able to get one. Yeah, that vaults. That vaults. Yeah, he, he heard of AI, year. and then he's right. He's right behind D Wade after that. It's yeah. it's Mike Kobe Wade Harden if he's able to get one. If he's not able to get one, then it's him and AI until somebody another two guard comes with all that. a ring. Agreed with all that. So, um, let's see. He and Knicks are now tied one one. I love the way we played in game one. Especially uh, even with Jimmy, like Jimmy was good, but he wasn't like super aggressive. I like the way he played because he knew that they were going to be focused on him because of his forty and fifty point game uh, to end the last season. I think Kevin Love was huge. I think Kevin Love those outlet passes, those three straight outlet passes, really changed the entire game. They did. Um, Kyle Lowry was huge in the fourth quarter, and I know he was going to hate on that shit. I already knew his. I ain't got nothing to say, but I ain't got nothing. Kyle Lowry was great. Kyle Lowry was fantastic. Um, and then, obviously, like, we didn't need to play Jimmy. I feel like Jimmy probably could have played tonight. Um, if we were down 0-1, Jimmy would have played tonight. Um, but since we were up 1-0, it didn't make sense. We're going back to Miami. Let him rest until – I think we play Friday. Let him rest until Friday. Um, so, I think it's either two or three days rest. So, let him rest. Get that ankle right. We play in game three on in Miami, tie 1-1. We can go back to New York, tie uh, up 3-1. We we're in a really good spot. Um, I think we in. I think we can win this game, win this series in six. Damn, y'all play till Saturday. Saturday, that's another day of wrestling. That's why they didn't play in this. Wait, game. what? Yeah, yeah that's crazy. It's Saturday, three thirty. That's crazy. They get three days off. That's wild. Adam Silver's NBA. RJ Barrett gonna be in Miami for more than two nights. That's what we need it. Julius, get out there. Julius is a man. And if they say if they tell us that that the the Knicks have traveled to Miami before, like Thursday, <clears throat> we got it in the bag. We need to take an extra loan out, bro. I need to. We get got it in the bag. Of Miami. I we them. got it in the bag. So is NBA man. Three days rest is crazy. That's wild. Really lucky. Man. Wow. Yeah, that's, like, that's why we that's why we sat on the night. All the all the heat players right. all the heat players pitching. Is that what it is? We now we got three days. Come on, dog. Come on, dog. Hey, man. Play it's probably because playoff pitchers other series start late. Other series have started late, so they have to catch up with those series so that it's on the same wavelength because they had game one and the same day as the game seven. That's nasty. Oh, they say tomorrow. The they, next two nights is only one game. They play that day too. They play that the night game. They don't play again till Saturday either. Yeah, the next the next two nights are only one game. The Celtics Sixers yeah. play again tomorrow night. Nah, I think the Lakers. I think Lakers Warriors game two is Thursday. Yeah, yeah it's well, Thursday. Two Thursday. That's my fault. And then they, they play Saturday. every other day. They ain't got as much yeah. as ever. but because they're trying to catch up. They're yeah. trying to catch up that game that series with the other one. Because our game one was their game seven. Three of Celtics, Sixers, game three of Suns and Nuggets. Yeah, I think the, the Suns can even up this series without Chris Paul, Cliff Paul. Sorry. I think they could. I think they got it. I think they got a chance to. I think. I don't know. It's going to take. I don't know. 
Don't know how they're going to do it, but they're going <laughs> to. He said, I ain't got no analysis for you, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> you know what I'm putting down? You know, 35 and 1, 1 and 35, they might do something. Mm. They might do 70 type shit. But, but if they don't, tch, if they don't. What, what's that bench going to do, though? They don't. What's that bench going to do? According to Brandon Marshall, football player. Brandon Marshall. They don't need a bench. They don't need a bench. <laughs> they don't need nobody to come off the bench and score. They got KDs. They don't need a bench. Brandon Marshall lost the Nets last two, three seasons. And see how that that worked for them, you know? Hey, man. He's a pro athlete. You think you know what he's talking about? Like, talking about oh, yeah. Like, like him going NBA contracts. You're an NFL player, sir. <laughs> yeah, y'all contracts are terrible compared to the NBA. <laughs> They be getting, they be getting. I never forget that man got all, all riled up over vein popping in the forehead, talking about NBA guarantee contracts. Wow. <laughs> hey, listen, my voice gone, but I'm on Mariah. Just scoop, It's a wrap, boy. This some, the songs are done. It's a wrap. It's a wrap I for agree. Chris Paul's career, and that's okay. Damn. Mm. You mean it's a wrap. It's a wrap. Honestly, though. He's had too many injuries, I feel like, to try to come back again another season, another offseason, another 82 game season. Yeah, I feel like it's just a little too much. To go out on top or try to go out gracefully or something, you know. I mean, like, he's trying. I don't know if you retire after this season, and I feel like you know, I mean, I, I feel like Chris Paul's had a career to where like he could be respected, you know, like people could re- respect what he did as long as they don't career. look at the playoffs, yeah. Let them European the boys up. pack them up, though. Luca, like last year. Yeah. Last After year with the finals oh, run. That was he just can't stay healthy. Ooh, they already. Another thing, like, why this only happens with Chris Paul. Bro, the That's medical crazy. people have already said, they're like, yo, he's out for game three, four, and five. How is it already out for game five? We don't know shit. Like, what? There might not be a game five, but we don't. I ain't gonna be there. <laughs> That's <great. laughs> He'll be there. That's crazy. All right. So we got Lakers Warriors is on right now. On um, right now. Been a back and forth game. Oh yeah, yeah. Warriors yeah. are up one or Lakers are up. I think Lakers are up one. Yeah, I saw Lakers. Um, who y'all got in it? Who do y'all have in this series? I think Warriors might got it, bro. I only say that because Warriors is like, I don't know. You know, they got their last year. You know, they're in midseason form. I mean, not even midseason form. They're in playoff form. You know, you know what time it is when, when like, like we mentioned earlier, like, like I said, Clay, Steph, and Dre gave each other that look. It was like, all right, time to lock in, time to turn it on. I feel like they could they gonna do that to this Lakers team. I mean, Lakers gonna play them tough. Obviously, you know, like I said, like I mentioned, LeBron, he's seen, you know, he knows how to play against this team. He knows how to defend this team. But can he get those guys? Can he get that supporting cast to to lock in and and, and do what they need to do? I mean, he got AD. AD gonna protect the paint. But my really trusting Dennis Schroeder to to help me lock down Steph Curry on a night night and night basis. Am I trusting on the, the to lock down Jordan Poole if Jordan Poole gets high? I just think the differences are just too 
big, you know, in different places, you know? Pause. But um I think I think Golden State, they don't play with their food and they win this in six. I think I had the same. I can see I think because it starts in Golden State, I think it goes in six. Um, I think Golden State wins both at home. And then it puts a lot of pressure on the Lakers to have to win both games at home. Um, I just feel like the the way that they played in game seven and that look they had, that you could tell. I mean, if Steph if Steph had that type of speech and played that way in a first round game seven, I'm not sure what else. Like, like I'm not sure. I can't see him losing. That's what I'm trying to say. The way he played in that game seven, the way that he felt, like how passionate he was about that game seven and going into it and things like that. I don't think he lets this team lose before the finals, let alone before the finals. At this point, I think the Warriors, especially if they get past this series, I think if they get past this series, they're the favorites to win it. Oh, yeah. I think this this series right here is a is a very, very important series in terms of the finals. Because while I while I I still have the Nuggets going to the finals. I did say that earlier this year. Um while I still have the Nuggets going to the finals, it's gonna take a lot for the Nuggets to beat one of these teams in the seven game series because of the experience that these star players of these other teams have. Yep. Whether it be yep. Steph, Clay, Draymond, Looney going to different uh, four final or winning four finals, whether it be LeBron and his 18,000 finals appearances and, and uh, AD's bubble finals and all these other players that have come in and have, you know, made contributions in every game since they've gotten there, whether it be Malik Beasley, who's not really playing much anymore, but D'Angelo Russell has some huge games against the Grizzlies. Um, can he have those types of uh, games here? Vanderbilt, Austin Reeves was, was already there, but he's been better. Rui Hashimura since he got there. Um, I think both of these teams are set up to win a championship, but one of them has to knock the other out before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think that high of Denver. I ain't gonna lie. I, I just don't think they. I don't think that high of Denver because of your points, bro. Like, I think they're going to run into Golden State and, and Golden State just going. My fault. Golden State going to make quick work of them. Well, not quick work like they did last year, but. Jamal didn't play last year. Michael Ford Jr. didn't play last year. Jamal didn't play last year. It's a different game. It's a different series. <laughs> That's facts. It's a different series. They cannot lock in on Jokic and make everybody else lose home. You can't do that shit with Jamal Murray on the court. You can't. Listen. You can't do it with Michael Porter Jr. They're going to have to show me something. They will. Well, they, they've showed they showed so far. they showed so far. They, they, they up 2-0 they they on Book and KD right now. They up 2-0 on Book and KD. And, and, and I got to stop saying it because last time I said it, that's whenever the Grizzlies went crazy last year, right? So, oh yeah, they're not contenders. I'm saying, but still, 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 I, I still, I still think Golden State got it. I still think they're the favorites out of who's left in the West. 
because 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 I think the lack of experience with each other in Phoenix is a detriment, especially with Chris Paul being out. That depth. In the depth. Yeah. Every championship team has good depth. Every championship. If the Suns, if the Suns had Tyus Jones, I wouldn't be as worried. They don't have a Tyus Jones as their backup. Yeah, Cameron Payne. And Cameron Payne hasn't been the Cameron Payne we've seen the last few years. We call him Cameron, not Cam. That's that. That'll tell you everything. <laughs> that boy, that boy went back to Cameron and dancing before games. But yeah, uh, I got Warriors in six. I think, I think Steph is just too locked in right now. It's a tie ball game at the moment. It's been a really close game. It's gonna be great basketball. You I like Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. Warriors in seven. Yeah, like and whoever wins, actually, I'll make. I'll just because I don't know when I'll be back with y'all, but uh, whoever wins this series uh, will be playing June first, Thursday, in Game One of the NBA Finals, and. Whoever wins the Sixers Celtics will be hosting one of these two teams mm. in Thursday game, June first, and that's no disrespect to um, Miami. I just think with Jimmy, that ankle is just tough. You gotta, you need four to six weeks with something like that. Uh, right, right. You know, but you know what? There's there's medicine. There's you know a lot more uh, needles um, allowed in Adam Silver's NBA. Never know what those needles could have, but uh, some, you know. You hey man, to... Patrick Mahomes had to use one for us to get one of the greatest. Oh wait, Pat Mahomes hurt. Respect Patrick it, Mahomes. And if that's going needs to be happening, um, we're gonna see it. Um, but I just don't. Uh, with Jimmy Jimmy's injury, that's just asking a lot of Miami, asking a lot of them, and it's sad because I wouldn't mind seeing Miami Boston again for the vibes. Um. I mean, Jimmy gave us some great performances last week. Man, we got to cherish those moments. Any better performance than anything he did in the bubble. And that's saying something, both on and off. I see what you did there. (laughs) I see what you did there. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I didn't think about this. If Draymond plays like a LeBron fucking... I'm not saying nothing crazy. If he plays like a LeBron, if he plays like a LeBron fan, this entire series, Lakers in five. We need 2016 J1 back, man. For real. Not the, not the, not you the. You need plus sports, J1. We need 2016 J1. You need, man. We need that, podcast, J1. All of that was nasty. Oh, boy. The Lakers pull it off a little bit, pull it away a little bit. Okay. You need 2016. Yeah, Dre just missed like his seventh layup of the game. I'm like, oh, he's seven right now. Did the, cl- the right Cavs win? No. Dubs win? Yeah. <laughs> he may have liked the prize at the bottom of the bottle that evening a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's everything we got our for, for the second round and all that. Um, yeah. So we can move into. So stop that one, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, we'll we'll stop this one. All right. So yeah, yo, hey, appreciate y'all. I'll start off from Tariq. Damn. 
This man always still in the outro, man. Damn. Always still in the outro. But um, this has been fun, man. You know, did an episode with the one ML, Michael Lofton, man. The, the, the man that's a fan of many, many people. Pause. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong about that though. But no, nah, but no, nah, one of one of the biggest supporters out there, man. Um one one of the bigger one one of the um I don't know. I'm I i do not know why I'm lost for words right now. But shout out to ML because we would y'all wouldn't be looking at us if, if ML didn't see something in us. We love you, that's man. What he, that's what he was trying to say. We all good. We all good. And I'll be back because I got uh, you know, yeah, more to talk about. Yeah, we definitely got more to talk about. Be tuned. Be be on the lookout for that. Could be a spicy conversation coming up. This bit, this been weeks in the progress, weeks, weeks in the making, almost a month in the making now. Damn man. Honestly, yeah, it's May. We talked about that in March. That was a March conversation. Yeah. The comments were plentiful, but it, they came for me a little bit. They before. was on your head, man. The rooks with boys were mad at me. Them South Carolina fans don't play, bro. <laughs> and the UConn was too. The Maya Moore fans, yeah, like it. I'm telling you, those two fan bases are the most toxic. In it's crazy. Easily. I was, I was wondering where their work release programs were at to make sure Maya was taking care of folks in jail. Let me chill. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, no, nah. coming through, man. Thanks for y'all for tuning in. Especially you turning this far. It's a good episode, though. It's, it's a great episode. So yeah, I feel like it's one of the ones for real, for real. Like, right? Yeah, definitely. But um, appreciate y'all. What he said. Well, what he said. <laughs> but all right, man. We'll oh, catch you later this week or something. Oh, we'll catch y'all later. Be on the lookout for for the convo.